Coming up, we talk about neck tattoos. The perfect fashion accessory for the woman on the go. If by on the go you mean jail. We talk about broken hearts. We talk about flappy baby boobies. We talk about the theater. <laughs> the theater. We talk about Prop 19. A little bit. Weed, my brothers. 420, my brothers. Why wasn't it Proposition 420, dude? We talk about IQ testing. I'm a genius. We talk about John Stewart. Sounds like kind of a dick. We talk with author, actress, and all-around awesome person, Lauren Weedman. So tune in to find out the Dutch word for phlegm. Oh, spoiler alert. On the Shaky Town Radio Hour. Shaky Town Radio Hour is on the air. I'm Gene George. I'm Brody Foster Hubbard. Welcome to the show. <laughs> that was awkward. Wow. Good night. The greatest dinner. show on earth. Yeah, the, yeah. All right. I'll give you it. Thank you. Um, we're, uh, we're really happy to have uh, uh, Lauren Weedman on the show. Uh, you may know her from various things like The Daily Show. She was a correspondent on The Daily yeah, Show. Boo. Um, boo. 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 Whatever. I'm not, look, no judgment yet. I'm just trying to tell people okay. where they might have seen yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, you did, how many episodes of Home did you do? Um, I think I did, um, I blacked out after the last one. That's what I like. Um, I would say like six or something, six or seven. Yeah. Respectable. That's a respectable yeah, that's amount. Good. I mean, yeah. well, how many, how many episodes has it had so far? Um, like four, only four. <laughs> Is it only four? And I went ahead and did a couple extra. <laughs> I got it, I got it in the can. On spec? They it. Yeah. On spec. Um, I don't know. They had two, they had two seasons. Right. So like, I don't watch show unless I'm on it. <laughs> Is that wrong? Yeah, no, it's not. No, that's how it goes. So. Yeah. <laughs> time. You have a TiVo thing. So, so busy. I'm so busy. Yeah. been working out and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you're a published author? Yeah. What's up with that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Big font is what I say what's up with that. Oh, right. I wrote a book, but it's very big font. So, <laughs> Easy to read. So, people, honestly, people are like, I read your book last night. And I'm like, last night? Like, I was hoping it would be more of a journey than Maybe that. they're fast readers. Yeah. Maybe, but I'm telling you, big font. So you put it in a big font. What, is, what does the large print size look like? I didn't... I know. You're right. Just like one <laughs> is it page. Letter per page. Yeah, they look like flashcards for children or <laughs> that something. That might actually defeat the purpose. Yeah. No, I don't, it's yeah. actually set up so that astronauts can read it from space. From space. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's it. Have you heard about how there's a lot of astronauts who never get to read in space? It's been a, there's been a real <laughs> push would, for books for them. I think they would go with books on tape. Yeah. You think? I think that would probably be an MP3 thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. MP3. Oh, those still exist. Sorry, I, for some reason I was like, MP3s. oh, like I, oh, like I said, eight track. Yeah, totally. I was like Walkmans. <laughs> no, but you're right. MP3. Yeah, it's a big font. I didn't choose the font, by the way. I didn't say really? like it's always in my dream. You know, seventeen point like now that they like do this it. In Fourteen point. Demi bold basketball. Yeah. Though I though people were into fonts when they got there's yeah. that documentary, but I didn't I, I didn't choose it. They did it to try to make the book I, look bigger. I'm into fonts. Oh. To the point where, well, I, no, 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 no. Oh, your there. mom's in the house. Careful. Hello, how you doing? <laughs> I love. Fonts. I'm into fonts, but but uh, not like that. I like them, but not like like them. Good. Um, but not to the point where I'm like some anal design nerd. Like I'll notice. Oh, they use Mistral. On oh, that. you're a nerd. That's it. But wait, <laughs> there's there's not a judgment. No, no, because because there are people. Who, 
because I like them, and I, I'll see like these these arguments on you know the internet about right. like Helvetica yeah. versus Ariel. Yeah, and it's like you really. <laughs> but in my world, a person who goes, "Oh, they use minstrel," or whatever. No. That... <laughs> no, no, agreed, agreed. I'm, I'm on the cusp of it. I'm totally. You're you know, cusp. I have. I have. I have some of the tendencies, but but I don't have. I'm not like, not invested. It's not like something that's like my passion. It's not keeping you up. Yeah, I know. That's it good. That's good. Except that maybe for good. Comic Sans. Oh, yeah, God, don't get me started, right? Totally. Oh. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> well, great show. Thanks for showing us. <laughs> We're done? Are we done? We're done. Yeah, that's it. That's a great no. show for um, you guys. Yeah, so published author. Uh, uh, what, I, I, oh, you do one-woman shows. Uh, yeah, to, yeah. To, some, to no small acclaim. Yeah. <laughs> it's too bad this is only a, an audio thing. I got like, a good head shake. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm doing a show right now. Yeah. At the Steve Allen Theater. Yeah, which you Steve can, Theater. Uh, find in, are they calling it East Hollywood now? Like what it's do they call a it? Section Eho. Oh, oh no! no. Come on, oh, that's how I feel too. But <laughs> you got a lot. No, really, it's a really good part of town. It is a great part of town. Is that suit? A great suit at, at Vintage Jake. You can go to Wacko and buy mm-hmm. some. Wind but up not battery cheap. No, no. You can go to the American Apparel. Oh, you can go to Kaiser no. Permanente American Sunset. Yeah. So soft those T-shirts. Yeah, yeah. And you can go to the hospital right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, have been to that hospital. I have as well. Oh, <gasps> you guys! Did you see each other there? No. You don't remember? Like ships passing in the night. Yeah, yeah. yeah I bet you're. Um, in the same room. There's a lot of. I mean, but but I'm sorry. No, I'm not gonna. You're not gonna call it. I, I still I still have a hard time with the NoHo Arts District. Mm. I used to, but now it's. I actually, it's been around for a while. I actually yeah. am like, and I want to give the valley something, you know, artsy wise. So I sort of, but I'm like, I'll always, give them no ho. But the valley has always had kind of like that Ventura strip part that has been kind of artsy. At least is when it? I was growing up, yeah. is it artsy? See, I don't know. I don't know. I spoke all, too soon. All I know of no ho is when I go to Paul. Well, Paul Goble just moved. Uh, I don't know if you know Paul, but he, uh, he, I know his place and that like clown. Liquor store thing. Oh yeah. Oh Jumbo's. I mean, it's in movies all the time. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Circus liquor. Yeah. Jumbo's clown room is the strip club. That's right? yeah. <laughs> There's a strip club. It's got a clown theme. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's it's kind of famous and horribly skeevy. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. I believe Courtney Love and Diablo Cody both used to work there. <gasps> they worked at the same strip club. Not at the same time. Right. Like you guys at the hospital kind right. of situation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. I'm, I understand the concept. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't know they were yeah. in the same... Does that mean it was a certain kind of place where, like, girls who are kind of, like, you know, edgy girl or whatever? Like, I, I think it was catch as catch can. The times that I've been there that haven't been clouded by, like, puking at some point later in the evening. Um, so I played darts. Kind of a sexy story you're telling. <laughs> I played darts last time I was there. I was there for a friend's bachelor party. And we ended up playing darts. Well, they were at Grauman's Chinese puking in the bathroom. Oh, for God's sakes. Yeah, yeah. Wow. This yeah. is last weekend? <laughs> yeah, I'm a little ragged. This actually was last night. That would be sorry. <laughs> Hopefully, you're not catching a little booze off my breath. Oh yeah, no, I can't because of my pot smoking. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I want to talk about Prop 19. Okay, sometime, not today. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, I, 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 I don't. Can, I'm going to derail this, I think, because and I, I don't get usually get political because I hate it. But but I read, I was reading the uh, prospectus for the for the all the propositions for voting and um the pro, the con argument for prop 19 because uh, for those who don't know prop 19 is the legalized marijuana basically it decriminalizes marijuana in, in california 
um, regulates it still. But the the best part of the con argument was um, at some point the con people like mentioned that oh apparently the people who drafted this this uh, uh, bill forgot and literally in quotes forgot to do X Y or Z like. Look at these stoners. They totally yeah. forgot a basic thing in their bill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, really? You did that in print? <laughs> you might get away with it, like, talking to somebody, but it's, in print, it just looks so awful. It's snarky. It's really extra. <laughs> it's extra snark. It's extra snarky. It's probably true, though. It might be. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff I forget when I'm arguing that. <laughs> it's like, it should be. Anyway, that's all I have to say about Prop. Vote, vote yes on Prop 19 because it would be funny. You think it's, that's not going to happen though, probably? Uh, you, last time, I haven't seen the numbers, but it was it was about 50-50. It might not happen. No. It would uh, be too good. Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> See, this is this is the thing. It doesn't matter because the you know, if, if the feds ever want to crack down on it, it's still against the law. Yeah, well, I, I live in Atwater Village and the main street there, Glendale Boulevard, for a time was like weed dispensary central yeah like just the whole street was just um what i mean yeah were they, uh dispensaries. dispensaries yeah, yeah. Just dispensary it was like a starbucks next to a starbucks next to a starbucks like but with pot exactly yeah, yeah. and is it easy to get a thing to get a yeah you can actually just go to venice beach you walk into uh they have all these storefronts where you walk in they have a doctor on site and they'll ask you about how you're feeling stuff. And even if it's just like, oh, you know, I wake up in the morning, I, you know. I don't I'm feel a- right. I just feel, I just feel off. Right. A little off. Anxiety. Exactly. Anxiety, back problems. I never get the drugs I want, though, because I have tried so many times to get, um, it's a life problem. Like, when I, <laughs> because everybody I know tells stories like, oh, I was talking to a friend of mine. I was telling them how sometimes I get, I can't sleep. And then, so she gave me a couple of her pills. Like, people are getting drugs from their friend, like right, prescription yeah. stuff. And then are there doctors all the time? I have never, no one's ever offered me, no one's ever been like, have a Xanax. I've got like yeah. a ton of them. And then when I went to the doctor trying to make a case for anxiety, I was like, I'm telling you, an up at night, death anxiety, like falling through the earth, like nothing's okay. And she was like, she goes, you know what? I don't think that would, I'm not feeling drugs are the best thing for you. Have you tried meditating? Yeah. Like they were on to me immediately. How about a nice cup of tea? She basically, nah. yes. And I feel like I'm the only one. I'm like, how come everyone else is getting no, too you're much? No, you're not. They do it to you too? Yeah, they do it to me. Oh, they, oh, that must, they must yeah. sense there's something like these guys will abuse it in a second. Yeah. I, well, that's, I just yeah. had, I just had horrible, like my back just completely seized up on me a couple of weeks ago and I go to the doctor and he's like, Here's these anti-inflammatories, and I'm like waiting for and the Vicodin and the oxycodone. Yeah. And take those ten days, we'll see how it goes. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. I thought that I thought prescription drugs were a problem. Yeah, exactly. Can they be? <laughs> yeah, a problem? I'm gonna be a part of the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's I, but I consider it a good thing in some ways. But I also am like, I it's used great to have if, that if it's Am- other people. Exactly. Yeah. But even in Amsterdam, I used to live in Amsterdam and they used to, people were always like, I never did hard drugs there. Everybody else did. And people who are, who were staying with me did hard drugs and they were just like, Oh my God, I can't believe I did cocaine. I've never done cocaine. I was like, where, when did that happen? And they were like, Oh, we were in that room. So I'd be in a party. (laughs) Your room? Yeah. (laughs) Dude, you were there? Yeah, totally. You were sleeping. It was was awesome. Yeah, but I never, and I'm like, I have some weird karma of not, cause I'm not, I've never been anti, if anything, it's a probably good thing. So I'd always be like, I want to try some, I want to try some, but it's never been. I'm not around it. Or somehow people don't offer it to me. Yeah, I think one of the big reasons I was such a late bloomer, uh, I grew up in Phoenix, Arizona, and I never knew the the people you went to. Oh, I always knew the people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
I just never pot. Well, I see, mean, even in high school, where if oh, dude, that was you first. Think it'd be really easy when I lived in Westminster. I was first offered pot when I was like, what? How old are you when you're in like second, third grade? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What? If I'd been, Where's if I'd been Westminster pot, down by the river? Orange County. Oh, it's County. Orange County. Yeah. That's Tilda. I'm like, oh, I was thinking yeah. Riverside or something. No, 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 no. Oh, that know. would be like, I was first offered, like, bathtub crank. But I was, yeah. yeah. No, no, <laughs> if I'd been smoking pot, if I'd been smoking pot since the time I was offered pot, dude, I would be dead, probably. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I don't, but, but I don't, in, inhaling smoke bothers me, so I never smoke pot. Yeah. Never, ever smoke pot. What? We're getting high right now. <laughs> this Break can't be. You've um, never smoked pot. And then it was, when I was old enough to overcome that, no, never have. Um, it's illegal. And it's I believed just you. You didn't have to turn and yell at me. <laughs> I believed you when you said it. Oh, oh my god, fighting! I'm I want to so start I'm again. Sorry. I'm not going to say something funny at the end. I just decided. Oh god damn it! I'm not doing a button. Oh god damn it! <laughs> we'll use that part. <laughs> we'll just reuse that. I'm not doing a button. <laughs> Can that be um, my button? I'm not doing a button. Oh, I did it. Oh, damn. I should have saved it. <laughs> I'll pretend. I'll be surprised. Okay. 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 Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and then it just never... All the people that always did drugs and were like, oh, you got to do acid with me. I was like, hey, no, I don't like you that much and you're crazy. Yeah, don't worry. So well, how, what, what, acid? Where, how old are you? How old was I then? 15? 14? 15? Wow, this is a you know, you're a rough neighborhood. Where's your mom? I want to ask her about that. Um, actually, Where is she? I don't know if I was living with my mom when that happened. Oh, really? Oh, God, that's a good story. Because I'm looking over my shoulder. This is getting better. Um, no, 15 was like when I first moved out on my own. So. Do you guys normally on the show talk about personal stuff very much? Yeah. You do? Okay. Well, he doesn't. I don't want you to all of a sudden get uncomfortable. <laughs> we, we, I'm in the witness protection program. We so. Oh, okay. So you don't go. That's, that's your right. story then. Brody, if that is your real name. We, we, have, we actually kind of talked. I think we talked about this a little bit. I don't know if we talked about this on mic or not. About not bringing some of our personal life into them. Oh, you guys have some like, do not freaking mention well, my brother. <laughs> don't talk about Bible stuff. I just, for karmic reasons, um, there's... I'm a musician, and I sang songs for years about my exes. And it came to the point where I was like, I'm doing something bad here. Like, I I am... It's not fair to them. But it's your life, dude. You no, know, it is. It is true. But, and you know, like... There's and they that, fucked you over. Totally. They, yes. Well, so why do they get to win? Right there. There's <gasps> the whole story. Broken-hearted bro. <laughs> I just That's... revealed the tattoo on my sleeve. Um, on, on on podcast, on pod- all to see. Oh yeah! Oh, I forgot. You guys can't see this. I'll put a picture up. But uh, yeah, I got that like five years ago, drunk one night. Um, you know what? I w- I wonder what percentage by weight of ink in people's body was gotten when they were completely drunk. So yeah, I, I eventually just kind of came to the point where I was like, you know what? I'm not going to. Um, you know, it's actually Louis C.K. He had in an interview that after he was divorced, he said, "I don't talk about my wife on stage." Period. I just, after he was divorced. Yeah, yeah. After he was divorced. Oh, he doesn't talk about his ex-wife, anymore. right? Exactly, exactly. Right, right. And so I was like, you know what? That's... And he wishes he probably hadn't talked about his wife <laughs> previously. Well, I don't talk. I mean, I have because I have an ex-husband. And I guess I don't really get into. I, mean, I tell people like, yeah, he's he was short, but you know he was. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Am I lying? If <laughs> I don't you know, saw him, you? you'd go look at the little person. Yeah. Was he a little person? 
Really, I have to lift him up to get stuff in shelves and stuff. Really? Seriously? Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> tall, he always tall. was like, give me a boost. How tall? <laughs> um, how tall? You know what? He wasn't actually that short. He was like five, six. That's short for a dude. Yeah. 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 That's it's like, shorter than yeah. the national average. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, totally. my wife is is um, is 4'11". Oh, my gosh. But she says that she's five foot tall. But, <laughs> but 4'10 is the limit to get into the little people of America. So as soon as she shrinks that inch, I'm totally signing her up. <laughs> That's, I don't know what to do. I feel overwhelmed it's by that. Awesome. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> That's amazing. I didn't know that they had a thing of yes, like, you they, know, yeah. you're in. Yeah, totally. Oh. But um, she doesn't have any of the like, you know, whatever. Even if she did, it'd be fine. Them. Sorry, I got to be fine. It'd be fine. It'd be fine. I'm just saying she Love her either way. I love sorry, her. Again. I love, sorry. I love her. Anyway. Sorry. But she doesn't, I mean, maybe she'll be ostracized by like, yeah. you're like a fake little person. You don't have horrible, like, bone problems that yeah she's not gonna get a show she's not gonna get a reality show she's not gonna be visiting those people forget it then yeah so it's not (laughs) even that worth it um no and i think that there's well you don't want to look like a a bitter i mean because i think when i did talk about him all the time it just looks like i'm a bitch like i'm just can't stop that i can't bad you know what i mean it just looks like i haven't whatever even though it's good fodder and people i thought i was joking about it and it was no big deal then i had some people say back to me like god you do talk about him a lot What's mm. up with that? Yeah. And then I was like, I don't love him. Because <laughs> it seemed like, oh my God, why am I talking about him? Like, maybe that's weird. You know, and I don't want him to know that I'm talking about him. Right, right. All married in Brooklyn with his beautiful wife and his two kids. <laughs> and his new bar he just opened in Tribeca. I look like a loser either way. Because it's just like, there's no making fun of happiness. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. Makes you look bad. <laughs> I mean, there is, but I don't know how to do it well. I don't think there is, though. I don't think there is really. I mean, I guess you can be, yeah, like you can be a dick about it, but that's about it. Yeah, I've tried, you know, where I'm like, or I try to find bad pictures to be like, oh, did you see the weird picture of him looking all old? (laughs) Which is like every picture of me. I mean, there's no win, you know, it's a, it's a, a, yeah, it's not, it's not good. You're right. It just, it it comes back. Your rubber on glue bounces off to you, whatever it is. Right. You know? Now you're with, um... Actually, congratulations, because you are a recently a new mother. Oh, yeah. I was like, what? We said congratulations. I'm so, I'm so career-starved right now. I was like, did you hear something? Did you get a call? We got a call. Well, and even after the baby was born, I was like, yeah. oh, no, I hope I'm okay for motherhood, because people were like, congratulations. And I was like, what, what, what? <laughs> Have you seen something? A cast list or something? You know? And like, a cast list. Like, they post up cast lists, like, outside ABC on the side right. of the building. That's how they, that's, that's, isn't yeah, that how? that's how you found out. You run, you run over, and like, oh, gets it. Like, they're like, cheerleader tryouts. Yes, yes. And I'm just, an alternate. Yeah, totally. Like, let me through, let me through. <laughs> Trying to look at the list. Or your, yeah. or your finals. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to have to take Anthro again. Oh, I miss those days. Uh, um, yeah, I'm a, I had a kid in a, um, November. Uh, like, he's 10 months old. What, what November what? November 30th. That's my birthday. <gasps> what? Rock on. I knew this day. Your child day. is going to be the best child in the world. Now I have some questions. Yes. <laughs> no, I just have other questions. I don't know what they are, but I'm going to ask you stuff. Like, what's up with the chronic masturbation? You know, stuff I want to really look out for. And you are the child. In the child. Oh, not <laughs> hey, me. How you doing? No, I'm at like November 30th. What does it oh, mean? Oh. You're like, oh, I steal. I've got problems. I'm a Do you have you been listening to the podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Really? Wow, that really, really like it's because I'm a Sagittarius. 
a Sagittarius. Ugh, that word. I wish Sag was not so vag, but whatever. Um, yeah, but that's good because my also my partner's um, my partner. I'm going to say that it's like a, I already have to fight the lesbian thing. Not fight it. I'm not fighting. I fight like this. Get away, lesbian. Get away because I'm not that opposed. But um, anyway, the guy that I'm with, he um, is your a Sagittarius. man, your old man, my man, my baby daddy. Um, he's a Sagittarius. He was born. Yeah, and so that's and people. What, what, what December 3rd. But these don't... It doesn't mean much to me, the signs, unfortunately. I don't know much. It means nothing. Right, but other people are like... I know. When's he born? When's he born? When's he born? And I'm like, November 30th. Oh, oh, wonderful. That's fun. That'll be fun for you. What? Sagittarius. And I'm like, oh, what does that mean? That means... It means doodly dick. Really? Yeah, yeah. It means doodly dick. Well, that sounds kind of fun, actually. Doodly dick. (laughs) I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what it means. It means... My it's, favorite Hanna-Barbera character. <laughs> Doodly Dick. Here comes Doodly Dick. <laughs> um, it's like squiddly diddly, but a little more phallic. Um, the, it means that their birthday is going to be far enough away from Christmas that it's not going to be able to be double dipped. Oh. That's what it means. Okay, you're right. It's all That's about the holidays. Awesome. Oh, yeah. 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 Forget yeah. whether they carry sadness inside and where's happiness no. on the outside all that kind of exactly. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah. Because I think the rest of it is... Yeah, is nature and nurture, and, <laughs> and the patterns of the stars and planets mean nothing, nothing. <laughs> yeah, and tell it to my neighbor, your partner. Uh, I will. Thank you. The, <laughs> come on. the guy you're with. Yeah, um, your old man. I was unclear on this. Did you meet him when he was like him directing your? That uh, happened after I've been doing solo stuff for like. A, a while when right. I met him and he'd seen me actually how I we sort of maintained our contact he would come see shows okay. and so he was a good audience member which I like in people yeah. um, he would always show up for like really small like in New York when I'd have like you know six people in the audience he was always you know one of them not in a stalkery way but in a supportive way and um, so I yeah and then he directed a couple shows right. since then so that has to be sometimes I would imagine. I mean, fighting a lot of fighting. <laughs> well, because you're telling also stories about him, yeah, and you're telling stories about your partners before him, yeah. So yeah, yeah. How does that? How yeah. does that go? Like how, when you guys talk about it, when you. Uh, well, is there a lot of cognitive dissonance required? <laughs> there is. There's a. There's definitely. I have to choose. Um, well, actually, a, g- a good example is this show I'm doing right now. It took me about a year to actually tell the story. I wanted to tell because I kept sort of like, you know, um, when I get to this part, um, it's where I think I want to break up, but I also know in my heart I would never, ever break up yeah. when really it'd be the part where I'm like, I'm breaking up. I mean, I didn't break. I mean, we know we're there now, blah, 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 but I still, yeah. like I could never, I, there was a lot of stuff where I couldn't be like, this is where I was like, oh, this is where I was scared that you had some kind of um, curse on you. <laughs> and that maybe you were going to give it to me and that, you know, it'd be the death of me. Anyway, so, and I had to, I always, I, I had to avoid those things. But yeah. now I've had some moments of working on the show um, without him, which I actually needed. And I needed to sort of work on it alone in the room and then bring it to him. Because he actually, he doesn't get in the way of it. I mean, he doesn't like the threesome story. <laughs> I mean, but that's a given, right? That's a, sort of a given. He, he does. He's not a participant in the threesome. No, and so every time I bring it, and I've, I'll I try to bring it up because we're, we're just for material. This is Amsterdam when I was twenty-two. Okay, yeah. and and it was with it was not a good experience. It's not a great. It's not a story like much, oh man. And I was much, like, how much sex at twenty-two is a good experience? <laughs> exactly, like especially for a girl. Maybe? It's like totally. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was just like an endless sort of. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> what? Oh, um, and so. I mean, my but yeah, yeah, I yeah, no, I think it would be even worse for a girl. Yeah, thank you. God, they're so sensitive. That's great. <laughs> November 30th. Awesome. It's because I'm a Sagittarius. 
Um, it's so saggy of you. Uh, yeah, and so even that, where I'm like, it's a bad experience. It's me sort of like, you know, Amad, you know, uh, Micus, can we take a break for like five minutes? Because I just feel like I need to gather myself, you know. And he's he still is like, you know, do you really have to go to the, you know, he's, he kind of gets a little bit like, you know, oh, always there with you, like always to the, like the nasty sex. Like, can you think of something, you know? And so. <laughs> We've had to negotiate that, and yes, it does change the work a little bit. But the other thing about it is that he also pushes to go to more more intense places. Yeah. You know what I mean? That have not always ever other directors. Other directors have just want me. Some, some people want to just keep it light, keep it fun. You know, and right. he's more wanting to. Perhaps uh, you should treat it as cerebral, like a chess game. Oh <laughs> my god, what fun! Yes, chess. Yes, oh, it's very cerebral. Except if you don't know how to play at all, and it's just a real downward spiral of self hate as you play. Boo. You boo it. I boo chess. You're a chess player, I think. I am not. No. Oh, you got so serious. Like, <laughs> like, like you're defensive about it. I'm not one. Do you think I'm one? I'm I just not thought, one. Like, well, okay. Exactly. <clears throat> I do have. <laughs> I, I do have. This, this, this has been kind of. This is on my chest because uh, I did some research. I was in a gifted program when I was a kid. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 they gave me this test when I was in the third grade. About the same time I was offered pot. That's and ironic. I found out that I found out what the selection criteria was for that program, and it's the top two percentile of IQ. So it's basically the top two, if 2.2% of the population have an IQ of 130, mm-hmm. it's above that. Okay. I was never told my score. And I realized I, at least when I was in third grade, I had an IQ of approximately 130. I've wasted my life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally found that out and I was sad. I was totally sad. So, really? Like, what do you like? Like, I don't why know. Didn't I somebody totally, challenge me, and it, like, I should have been on the brain game team I, or totally, something. I or, totally. Yeah. No. I, it, it's it's seriously the chess thing. Kind of is sort of that whole thing. It's like I never did play chess. Never well, I don't. For it, I've but. got some amazing news for you. It's not too late. I know. I know. But you still, could learn. Like, yeah, it could have been. I could have been something that's not a dude that does a podcast. <laughs> oh, no, I'm happy with no, it. It's, it's been great. It, just, it would have been a chess podcast. Like, you were going to end up here uh, either way. Yeah. <laughs> Damn yeah. it. It's like, you know, a Twilight Zone episode. You go back and you change the thing. And then and I end up Hitler. I've seen this yes. one before. Yes. Um, no, no, seriously. But that, that's that's absolutely true. I, 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 I didn't think... That, I thought the bar was lower than that. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing the kids that I was with. <laughs> I thought the bar was much lower than that. And it was pretty high. And then I'm like, wow... I wasted a lot of time. <laughs> but you still could have, I'm really, that really, that's a really interesting, that, this has touched me, your tale. <laughs> <laughs> because if you, to be told, because you had your brain the whole, I mean, is it really like about five, is it like, you know, I. Well, they were kind of, I, I think if I'd have known, I think if I'd have known where, where I, I, I think I was also really young. Like, I don't Third think, grade? Yeah. So, um, it's not that young. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. I know it's young. But, but they kidding. didn't, they didn't apparently, cause I asked my mom, did they tell you my IQ? And she's like, mm-hmm. no. And, um, I think if I had known the number, I would have right. put more effort in. You would have, you would have been kind of an asshole. I bet. I, like, I have 130 IQ. I believe I, I, I can sit here. I would have been able excuse me, a guy with 135 IQ should not oh, be 35. Well, I said no, 130. Cause it's, cause it's 2.2% of the population have. Oh, sorry. I have a really low IQ. I wasn't listening. <laughs> yeah, I get you. You look like a... Like, that's what I would expect from, like, 120. Oh, that's so 120 of me. Yeah. Goal weight. How funny that came up. <laughs> um, I... Um, Why, well, in fifth grade, I won the... the <laughs> sorry, the, the kick 
punt and pass contest, <laughs> and I beat all the guys. And I feel now, I'm like, man, I could have been a football. You should have. Why did nobody really foster that? <laughs> yeah. You know, because I won at that time, yeah. and it was a big school. And it was also just a weird day where I didn't, I've never done anything with the football. And literally, I was like, they explained what I did, and I, they were like, just take it, hold it like this, and then drop go. it and kick it. And then I kicked it further, and I was like, I have a gift, you know? And then never, never did anything with it. And that really haunts me. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to have. You brought this down. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you guys can um, edit or something, put some music <laughs> in or. I think you should. Um, no, no, no. But but it was one of those moments where I don't know. I don't know what I would have done with it. I don't know if I would have, you know, really. But you probably just would have wasted it, man. Yeah, I would have wasted it. <laughs> now you had to go back in writing your plays and re-examine. I, I've uh, read. I've read you discuss how you kind of impose a narrative on things that have happened in the past. For mm-hmm. example, um, doing stand up. When you were nine at the table. Oh, uh, right. I was like, I don't do stand-up, except when I was nine at the table. Nine yeah, at the yeah, table. yeah. So yeah. can you do some jokes from that? Ahead? Yeah, <laughs> a really funny one about nothing. As soon as she said I got a total terror, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> really? I put you on the spot. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I know there's coke in the other room. I know there's coke in the other room that I'm not getting access to. That That's why I could do stand-up. Um, so, yeah, nine at what? Just imposing, like, you know, looking back at those past events and kind of figuring out and, and forming theories about, well... Is this why I turned out this way? Is this why I do this now as an adult? Right, right. Um, I'm just interested in, in knowing more about that process when you when you look back and decide what to write about and how to frame that. Can we call that self analysis via narrative, Brody? Oh my gosh, one thirty five. Not a yeah, I know. Thank yeah, you. that's good. I want to write that down for grant proposals and stuff. Go right ahead. Because that's really good. Yeah, I um, it is incredibly self-absorbed, first of all. It's a lot of, um, which is a given. I know even saying it, it's like, well, duh. Like doing solo <laughs> theater. It's like, I know it's a nightmare. Um, um, but please come. Yeah. Yeah, that's my pitch. I know it's a nightmare, but please come. No, it's great. Steve um, Allen Theater. Totally. And there's a East parking Island. lot at the Steve Allen Theater. Yeah, Eho, Eho they call it. Eho. Eho. Yeah, in Eho. So um, uh, I usually do this thing, like, like where I, when I'm first writing something, I will, like, make this list of things that are on my mind that I've just thought of just in conversation. Like, even just after something hanging out, th- this, or, like, yeah. you know, I go to the car, like, oh, I hadn't thought about that, or whatever. Um, diddly-doo, or what did you say? Dickly-doo. Doodly-dick. Doodly-dick. Like, you know, whatever. You know, and I don't mean I write down jokes as much as things that um, will, like, I had this, I, I don't know what, how it came up, but I was talking to somebody, and I was like, oh my god, because I was, I'm adopted. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. Could you imagine? Oh, for a second, you're so sensitive. I could tell you're about like, it's okay to cry. <laughs> I, his, his first thing was like, like yeah, he got like serious. And, 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 and I snorted and you like, laughed. I was like, and you laughed. <laughs> I didn't laugh. I went, <sighs> well, you think I was going to start to cry? Who does that? Who would come in on like, a, I'm not going to cry for a no podcast. <laughs> Maybe, I mean, if I was like Conan or something, I'd cry. I'm not going to cry here. Would you cry on Conan or would you just like have the one tear and like a sniffle? Because I think that would work a lot. Is better. she like the Indian at the side no, of no, the No, 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 no. It's not like Iron Eyes Cody. It, it's that it would be like the, it would be just like the, like, like maybe a hitch in your breath. Yeah. Maybe the way. Yeah. I don't know if I could do that. I'm scared to do it. And if I don't fully let it out, I just ship my pants or something worse. <laughs> I'd be like, just one to Oh, God, I have to. Like, it would be a, something else would happen. Or, you know, uh, yeah. I well, you could fake the one tear, though. You could totally. But the hitch in the, the hitch in the breath would be, you know, you used to the, like, the. 
And then you should really teach acting. You're, you're like, it's like acting 1942. Like, right. oh, I have, I'm sorry. Yeah, and then look, one glycerin here. I've always said that's that was my gig. That I want to be like the 1930s radio announcer. Oh, 1930s. So you got the mics for it. Anyway. I know, totally. Yeah, huh? yeah. You can tell it's a little. That's what I thought too. I was like, that's exactly. Like, yeah. Broadcasting via Zeppelin. Yeah, I think their mics worked though. <laughs> Not to be rude. Oh. I sound rude. Snizap. I know. Thank you. Thank you for doing it. I'm no, a truth teller. I'm sorry. That's what you do. I wish I couldn't believe me. I say, stop, Lauren, stop. And then I just have to tell the truth. <laughs> no, um, the, uh, what was I? T- oh, so I had this, this, this flash of when I was, the, the thing about being adopted where I was like, oh my God, I used to sit at the table after I found out that, oh, I used to play with this kid who was a foster kid in my neighborhood. And then he got, um, he didn't come over one day and, um, or didn't come to play. And, and my mom was like, he got sent back and I had no idea that you could be sent back. And I thought that he and I were the same thing. And um, I kind of talk about this in the show I'm doing now. I thought we were both adopted. I didn't know there's difference between foster care and being adopted. I mean, if I would have known he was foster care, I wouldn't have played with the kid. You know what I mean? I mean, that's... I'm, well, or you could have and just... Like, I'm adopted. Lorded it, lorded it over him. Yeah, totally. They wanted like, me. Yeah, they totally. i got to go me. over my paperwork again. I'm sorry. It's already come through. Um, yeah, that's... Um, so, but he, so we got some back... And then I got a little, and, and this may not even be true, but in my mind, I made up this where I was like, oh, I, that's where I, that's when I think I got really like, oh, wow, everybody. Gosh, I, funny thing on the playground. Um, <laughs> I mean, monkey bars, why are they called monkey bars? Am I right? I mean, I guess because you're like a monkey. I'm dead. How was your day? Is this thing on? Like, I got really like, but I'm like trying to um, fully entertain. And I don't even know if that was true. You, shuck, but, but you had I, to do the shuck and jive. Yeah, had to, because yeah. I don't want to be sent back. Or I was like, right. don't send it back, don't send it back. Hey, how are you? Don't send it back. Yeah, and it was um, that, and I sort of made that up as being, I don't know if that's, just just for the sake of uh, a good story. Yeah, yeah. Which is now most of, which people probably do with their lives anyway. I just want to cash, I you know, so, I just charge money for it. Right, right. Yeah, right. Totally. Or write in big font <laughs> about it, you know? That was like Two, big font. 200 point Baskerville. Yeah. <laughs> that was Do you want this? Is it a drop cap? No, I want the whole thing that way. Yeah. A drop cap. I don't even know. What's that? It's like the big, like, you know, in like a illuminated yeah. manuscript. The yeah. Big, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you didn't Meanwhile, know that your IQ was. I think you're lying. You didn't know your IQ no, was never, that big. Drop never. cap. People, dumb people don't know that stuff. You know that? Well, there's a lot of kids that would die to know stumbling, that. Stumbling, stumbling around. Yeah. There are no kids that would die to know that stuff. Well, that there one kid. Zero like, kids. There might be some cap. Tea. Teenagers. Yeah, if they know it, they get beat up for it, though, so it's good yeah, they don't know it. Precisely. Um, but we're safe here. Anyway, yeah, so I do, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's my, now it's my new answer. Speaking of narratives going? and stories, uh-huh. um, I am curious about something. I wanted to ask you about this. Because I knew of you through, actually initially through the work on VH1. Like oh, really? The, I, I love the... Yes, I love the toys in 3D. Right, right. In Christmas. Time at Christmas time, most everything on. Okay, go ahead. Yes, <laughs> and then um, then what? And then I saw your article, um, which I believe is a, uh, was an excerpt from your book about yes. your Daily Show experience. Yes, yes, you did. Yeah, and you're not even in Seattle. That's so funny. I don't know how that got because that was in a Seattle paper. Yeah, there was a. It was posted on this website called Metafilter, which like takes oh right, right, right. Yes, I love that. One. That's awesome. Um, and. What I was curious about, because at the time, I, which you probably saw, there was 
some people who mm-hmm. reacted negatively to me. I say we kill her. <laughs> right. Why was she bothering that nice man? Right. Yeah, she was so clearly irritating. Why did, yes, I know all that. Not right. that I read the message boards. <laughs> <laughs> but what happened, um, I believe that was 2007 that that was published. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a couple years later, boom, here comes this big feminist backlash Jezebel. against The Daily Show mm-hmm. and women writers. And then the women writers on that show come out and say, no, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I was curious. You if, know, you buried the lead on this whole this whole thing, dude. Which is? Which is, I, I, I know what you're talking about, but I, I don't think, the, the article that she wrote that you saw on Metafilter was about... The Daily experience Show. on the Daily Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you? Bothered? Well, but uh, and and about how hard it was, you know, how yeah. you were treated, how you that's, that's what maybe we you were mistreated, right? Uh, right. On the that's Daily what we needed to hear. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't say that's the other thing. Well, God, then I think I'm I'm I've been aware that I'm not that truthful about myself. Like like I because <laughs> I I'll, I'll say to people, you know, you say something about yourself so often mm-hmm. that you believe it's you, and then you're like, oh, that may not actually be me. Right. That sucks. How embarrassing. But I, because I've been saying to people like, no, that article is not about me being mistreated. It was about how I got myself fired and what an asshole I was and how I, and how I always sort of talk about that art. And when Jezwell.com interviewed me, I was like, I said, well, the thing is with that, my experience is that I had never been on a major show like that. I was a theater geek. I went from, they saw me in a show, in a solo show, and I got the job through that. And I did a little bit of like local TV in Seattle. And um, I'd never been in that kind of pressure thing. And I also didn't understand hierarchy. I didn't understand that you don't go, when John's like, how are you? You don't go, oh, God, tired. Last <laughs> night I was, I had this thing where I was like, I guess I, normally I can sleep okay, right? But I was, <laughs> I was like, you don't do that. And that's just, that's just immaturity in a workplace. It's because right. I never, my only work environments that were really serious were like temp jobs. Right. And then I was like, I'm, I'm the funny temp. I can get away with anything. Yeah. And worst case scenario, you go and do another $8, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they liked the fact that I was yeah. like, they're like, Lauren can talk to the CEO. I mean, he didn't like anybody, but Lauren knows out of it. She makes fun of his coffee drinking, you know, and I can be like, who am I? I'm that guy. But, and then, but it's a comedy. I got into the environment of the Daily Show and I just was, and I didn't do that much. You didn't have much to do. One doesn't. If you're the correspondent, if you're a correspondent, you don't right. do that much unless you're one of the main guys. And I, that also made me go neurotically crazy because there's nothing to do. And I'm used to doing, you know, to generate, to keep your life going. Sure. Like, always doing stuff. I'm always trying to like get stuff going. And then all of a sudden I went from like dying to get a little, you know, working really hard to day after day going to work doing nothing. And I'd be like, I'm going to buy yoga cards and I'm going to put one yoga pose up on the wall and I'm going to practice that today. And I'll master <laughs> a yoga, which I never did. But I was always like, I'm going to try to get, I'm going to, I speak Dutch, but I'm going to get a little bit better at it. I'm going to start learning how to write in Dutch better. Like I started coming up with things to do to fill my days so that I wouldn't walk around asking everybody, why am I not on the show more? Like, what do I do? I don't understand right. it. Um, so I used to tell them that's what the, that's what it's about. But of course there was, I was not acknowledging I was mad and I wished when Jezebel, cause when Jezebel.com interviewed me, I was really like, I don't want, I, it, I, I said to them what I just said to you. And she was like, I get yourself deprecating. That's great. And she's, like, <laughs> she's an awesome journalist. Cause she was like, that's all good and all. And I get that you're, Oh, it's all you. It's your fault. You take responsibility. And I was like, Oh man, that's my shtick. I've been using that for a while. And I was like, if she's not going to buy this, then I don't know what to say to her. Because then I'd have to be honest and say what's really doing. And I didn't. And I, I, I almost wish that I'd been just like, yeah, I was really angry during that year. 
But I was like, but that's so rude because he gave me such a great... I use The Daily Show when I tour. Yeah. And I use it as a, as a promo thing. And yeah. I was on The Daily Show. I was mediocre on The Daily Show, but I was on it. You know, there's many other things I'm, I feel better about, but I just wasn't a good fit for me. Um, anyway, I felt guilty about it. So, for, um, so I was half... And then the Jezebel article came out. Yeah. And then, um, and then the more backlash of like, well, she like Laura Weaver, she was not even that good, and she was a freak. If you read her story, she was a freak. <laughs> and I'm like, I said it first. It's like you can't, you know what I mean? You can't yeah. be like, oh, she's got buck teeth. I told you I had buck teeth. I pointed it out. <laughs> and have you seen her buck teeth? Yeah, exactly. That's my thing. Yeah, but I don't. Now you guys are gonna watch me. <laughs> my buck teeth. Um, but that was a very like that Jezebel thing too. I was like. I think what I was maddest about is that I didn't fully say what I thought. I'm like, what do I care now? It's not going to ruin my... There's no career to ruin. I'm at a point where it's going to... I'm there. I'm just medium. It's going to stay probably at just medium, which is fine. Which means like working sometimes and then complaining the rest of the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's how it's going to be. You're gonna get, and if you're going to get a one moment shot of the complaining parts, hey. Cha-cha-ching. Well, somebody, the only message board or blog that I responded to, because I was reading some of the stuff... People started saying, she goes around the country making money off of bashing John. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I, and then I go, and I go, thank you for bringing that up. It's true. I, please come see me at my right. next show. I'll be you here. Know, a Q&A, what was John really like? You know, right. like as if I sit on, I've never in my life. I mean, I'll tell people I had a hard time on the show, but and I'm like, it was my fault. Why are you mad at me for saying it was my, f-? they just hate John is so sacred to people. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's a, another thing I'm wondering. I mean, do you think the backlash that uh, came up against The Daily Show, what do you, did you have an inkling that it was because you know, I'm a woman and this is a, a boys club and I, and, I mean, you just, just told me, no, it, you think it was workplace immaturity. Being, well, I don't think it's a great girls show. It's right, not. Right, right. But, and is that unlike any other show on television? Isn't it? all like that and there's just this higher expectation put on do you think that's I don't know because I haven't been on enough <laughs> it's my I wish I could be like after being on a plethora of like no I mean I was on curb for like a half a minute and I remember thinking like oh this is another environment where it's really heavy with the guys but yeah. I can't ever fully judge because when I am on and when I'm in an environment and it feels a little bit uh to me I get I start blaming myself. I don't immediately get really critical-minded. I don't get like, this is an interesting dynamic. He's frightened and therefore is trying to dominate through his own. Like, all I think is like, oh, my God, I wish I had a way of breaking through better. And I start thinking it's me. I'm like, I should just keep doing my work. Why am I feeling dominated by the fact that nobody can look me in the eyes or something? And so, you know, that's true, like, whatever. No, I can't look you guys in. All of a sudden, I'm like, not that eye contact's important. Well. Don't get all weird about it. Um, yeah, I, um, so it's it's a... And, and on that show, when I was on it, which I told Jezebel, when they was that they did say we have a really hard time with women. Yeah, it's hard to find women. Um, it's hard to find funny women, and that is something we were like, really, because I know a ton of funny women. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're everywhere. And then, and then when they hired Olivia, whatever her name is, uh, Moon. Oh, right, right. Man, Moon. Moon. I don't know her, but um, that was what the whole thing was about. It's like, oh, you couldn't even pick from at UCB. There's this 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 whole there's a pool of hilarious women. Yeah. And the, that have come up, like Jamie Denbo is a good example, is a name that I've... Uh, so she has been with those guys forever, all those uh, you see, that are now doing film, 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 starring film, starring film, tons of work. And she's getting a lot of work, too. But it's... You don't... They, women just don't have the same trajectory. They don't have the movies. They don't have the... I mean, comedy... Women don't buy, like, comedy boys buys. They're not great consumer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not the same... Yeah. Uh, Unless you're talking about, like, the... 
I was we ju- I just saw whatever that new um, Catherine Heigl right. whatever the hell life it is. as we know it yeah yeah I'm that's like, crazy they, huh what <laughs> happened whose baby is that I don't know <laughs> they just keep making her put putting her in movies they keep making movies with yeah her. and even she even in the picture she looks boring see I'm bad mouthing the one like poor woman I should be supportive of her like she's like, no she's, but 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 but, I, but but no when you're talking about I just don't think she's that funny I whatever her mm-hmm. but but she's hot. Is she hot? See, that's, I, don't think she, I don't think she's that hot either. That's the thing. Is it's like, eh, maybe she's appealing. I don't know. Ditto. See, horrible to be in that position because then people are like, "Are you really supposed to be there? You're not that great." That was my fear when I got the Daily Show job. I was like, "Oh my god, everybody, here I go for the moment to be like, well, not that funny." Like, because I wanted this opportunity of something so much more high profile. Yeah. And then when I got it, I'm like, okay, now everyone will have it. Because before, it was always like, Lauren, you should be. I can't believe you're not doing more. You're so. And then once I got that, it was like, huh. Like, God, I wonder if you could be fun. And I wasn't as funny. I didn't feel myself at all. Like, I felt completely like so. Well, I presume how much you didn't have any control over most of the stuff you did or did you? I don't know how, how much. Cute, your mom walking around. Yes. <laughs> it's so cute. I don't mean that sounds patronizing. I mean it. It's really no, like, it's sweet. I feel like I'm on a sitcom. You know what I mean? Like we're doing a. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is pretty much. I want her to do something funny. Like she know. will. Oh, she is, will. Is she'll come out. Get, she'll come out and get ice for yeah. half an hour. Yeah, that's that's what I'm hoping for. Oh my god, please! Yeah. It'll happen. That's good. Oh stuff. no, it'll happen. Good, 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 yeah, good. No, I look and, forward to that. Uh, but but did you mean how much writing did you do? Or you? Couldn't I didn't do any writing. Yeah. I was a, a I was hired as an actor as a <clears> correspondent, <throat> and then when you're going out to do a, a I don't a, a thing in the field where you Sorry. interview people. Where I felt like a giant bully. That was where I, right. where I was just like, please can we find somebody mildly retarded, not fully handicapped, <laughs> but just mildly Aspergery, that we can, you know, make fun of, right. convince we're on his side, and then be like, you know, well, we can't wait for you to see it. We'll let you know when it's on the air. You know, not tell him and then get threatened to be sued like after. Um, but some of them were fun, I have to say. But I got to, you get to write those because you're also improving when you're out there, right. you know? So that was, uh, and I, the ones I liked the most are the ones I got to fully script and do like I did this one called I still love I still heart New York right after 9-11 and we did this whole thing of come back to New York it's safe as ever you know and and those sort of things were fun where I was fully I didn't have to necessarily work with the I don't like punking people see I just was not a good fit because I was just not good at what they were so good at yeah that's I mean we talked about this on the podcast a couple times just the whole like cringy stuff I'm not a huge fan generally of cringy stuff and I think punking people like that is like the ultimate like everyone's a real big like cross balls everyone loves cross balls and I just can't quite get into it because it's just sort of like there's somebody here who's not in on the joke yeah but there are people that, but John would say um, he would go well they deserve I mean there's some people that really deserve it like if they're really like and yeah. I'm like yeah I can't but I don't want to be I guess I agree but I don't want to do it yeah, but but yeah, like crossballs, I, I know there's a bunch of people who are really into that, and and yeah, I, I agree that there probably are people who deserve to be satirized like that, but it's uncomfortable for me, and there's a level of discomfort that it it, it overrides any value the satire has, and it overrides any humor that it might carry, and and that's not to say that I haven't watched the Daily Show at times and laughed at. Oh, totally. I love the Daily Show. I'm still a fan of the Daily Show, clip-wise. I like watching clips. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't like hearing the music and stuff, the intro and, like, all that stuff. I get a little bit like, like, oh, boy. No, I think that, like, going and satirizing the enemy is how Nelson Mandela brought, you know, South Africa together. He would really I, mock I thought it was and- a, <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was that, uh, that little Stephen Van Zandt, uh, Ain't Gonna Play Sun City song that brought South Africa down. 
I don't know that song. I'm oh, sorry. You don't remember that? No. Talking about the Silvio Dante of The Sopranos, Steven? Yes, I am talking about Silvio. Oh, my gosh. What are you going to do, Ting? <laughs> oh, God, I love... Oh, man. Um, we used to... My buddy Pete Johnson, um, uh, when we go out to like dinner, we do the... the, the what are you going to do, Pete? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, he he did a he did a anti-apartheid uh, against right. the you know Sun City. Oh, thank you. Yeah, to him. <laughs> yeah, it worked. Brought it down. Yeah, totally. Nelson Mandela, boo. Yeah, boo on him. Not that's committed as I would. Well, you know liked. what though? You know what though? Nelson Mandela, he had the the signal honor of being played by uh, Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. So he's, oh, I think right. he's finally made it. Electric Company. It's like he was on the Electric Oops. Company. Hey, you guys. <laughs> That's what they should do. They should bring yeah. back the electric company. Hey, you and guys. Have Nelson, Black and white are equal. Nelson Mandela. <laughs> do easy reader. <laughs> no, that would never work. Um, well, that went down a rabbit hole. What's up with that? <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so yeah, because like Curb Your Enthusiasm is the same thing for me. Is, is, is It's just cringy, and I don't... Mm. You don't like to feel uncomfortable like that? Yeah. Well, we, at least you know it's fictionalized. Yeah, no, no, but it's, it's yeah, it's, it's, I think it's worse when it's, when it's reality, but, but it's, it is totally fictionalized, but I still get caught up in that whole, all he has to do is say, I'm a schmuck, that's just stupid, you know, and walk away and done. The episode yeah. is done in 10 minutes. Yeah. You it's should like, work in Hollywood. <laughs> like, can, you guys, you guys, we could cut this down so much. Punch, so much. I can punch the script up. We could all be out of here. Yeah. Like two shots. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm thinking webisodes. You... Why are we on HBO? Webisodes. <laughs> Let's take it down. Yeah. Smaller is better. Smaller yeah, let's get down to its essence. Yeah. It's all about time. the theme song anyway. Yeah. Um, now, you getting, um, you being on HBO's Hung, mm-hmm. was that... Was that at all a result of your appearance on Kirby Enthusiasm? Is there like a, a good HBO system? No, no. Yeah. I don't think they know each other, but no. The no. old HBO studio system. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, I signed with HBO for five years. <laughs> yeah. Say, like, kid, you got yeah. HBO needs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, would that be a great deal that I have for one network. Um, uh, no, in fact, also when I say I was on Curb, I was so not on Curb. I had like one line. I was just like, he's a chemo patient. Stop yelling at him. Like I had a very like small... Um, but see, even in that line, the amount of yeah. cringe is... Yeah, oh, oh, it was all there. <laughs> yeah, and um, and then everyone on the show, nobody introduced himself. That was the other thing, because I was like, I felt kind of invisible in that show. Anyway, <laughs> but it was a great experience, and I look forward to going back. Um, uh, no, Hung was an audition. It was a straight-up audition. Okay. And when I auditioned, I was pregnant, and I wasn't, like, showing pregnant, but I was pregnant. And in my mind, oh, it seems so, this is so gross and Hollywoody dumb, but... When I got the call for the audition, I was like, I don't know if I should go in because, you know, I'm heavier. I was like five pounds heavier. And now I'm like, whatever. Like, as <laughs> if I was like, they know me as one kind of model. What if they see me now? Like, as if, as if my body of five... Anyway, I thought that was so dumb when I think about it now. Anyway, but I was like, I look so much... I think I look heavier and I'm pregnant. I just look, ugh, I don't think I should... And I don't think I look very good right now. And not that I'm known for my looks. And my manager goes, well, yeah, well, how do you know that's not what they want? Maybe they want somebody a little bit. And I was like, that worries me too. <laughs> and I went in and I, I usually, when I look at parts described, I'll actually try to look like the part. And I always forget that you're supposed to go, it's this part, but then you have to add at the end, like, let's say it's a part of um, a nurse. You're like, nurse, who I'd want to fuck. Or like, oh, it's a part of a woman who marries a guy in prison. Who you'd want to fuck. Right. So you have to always make it a sleazy version. It's like a joke. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what, and you have to like do that. Like the old fortune cookie joke. 
in bed. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what you have to do with all casting things. Because mm-hmm. I'll walk in really looking like that person, and every audition I look like I'm auditioning for Big Love. <laughs> you know, because I got my hair pulled back. Or I think, like, well, this person wouldn't wear makeup, or this person right, right. wouldn't. And I think, well, then, and somehow. and You, you, you have to be the, the Halloween version, the, the sleazy whatever. Yes, so and it's... Sleazy ER nurse. Right. And <laughs> Sexy werewolf. Sexy werewolf. Yeah, exactly. Sexy werewolf. <laughs> That is um, <laughs> the sexy mailbox. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Um, but I, I, sometimes I'm bad at that, where I can't quite pull it together. I can't, you know, anyway. And so this time I was like, it said she was kind of a, a, a I don't know if the word, how it was worded, but nerdy was the word. Mousy. Something like that, yeah. Mm. Where I was like, oh, so I can, and I went in truly like, I'm not wearing makeup. I'm going to go in completely how I feel today. And I put like one little like, like a bobby pin in my hair. And um and I didn't change. Anyway, it was the first time where everything worked. Where I was like my mood at the time, and also I did not feel like I cared so much about the job. And that I hate that. That's always that stupid. I guess the Scientologists have got that all figured out because you know, they <laughs> they book like crazy. Um, well, that's because all the casting people are Scientologists. Oh, there's that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I forget yeah. that. I forget that. <laughs> um, but I was. It, I it was a it, the part was like I'm like it would be. Could you imagine if I could get a part that where it was called Horny Patty? You know, it's so perfect. Um, and it was great. The first, you know, and then I was pregnant the first time and then I had to come back the second season and I just had the baby and now it's where I can't, I'm like, I'm like, don't look at me. Um, <laughs> and they called me to, for, before the, it was three months after I had, uh, Leo was the kid's name and, um, the kid, I don't want to call him the kid. He's right. 10 months old. I'm like, ah, the kid wants something from me. He wants me to pick him up. <laughs> um, anyway, he was like three months old and I was going to be on the show and I was excited that I had a job. I was like, well, this is so great yeah. after I, I, I haven't been auditioning or doing anything. And the costume lady calls me and she was like, hey, I'm just calling to let you know. I guess I won't be seeing you this time. And I was like, what? What do you mean you won't be seeing me? And she was like, have you seen the script? And I was like, no. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, you won't be seeing. There's no costume for you. And I was like, no, <laughs> it's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's just not. It's not okay right now. I just had a baby. So I'm naked, like full on naked. <laughs> and it's not. It was, I was really like, I, if, I don't ever feel prudish about stuff. I'm not a, and I, you know, I was in Amsterdam for five years. Yeah. It got beaten into me. They're like, "Why were you not naked all the time at dinner?" You know, like, <laughs> "What are you rude?" Like, you know, so I have was Amsterdam. Got, was Amsterdam moved to Bulgaria? Suddenly? I don't totally. <laughs> bad, 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 good that you had actually noticed. You're still 135. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, you're not. So, that's not my Dutch accent. It's more no, no, it's, I can't do it anymore. Dutch. The, don't the Dutch talk a little more like this? Yeah, no. Yeah. My favorite yeah, Dutch yeah. word. Lungenschleim. 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 I've never even heard that word. Uh, my friend got pneumonia in Amsterdam and had to go to the pharmacist oh. and was tra- describing her symptoms. And, you know, everyone speaks English, but she was like, I've got all this. Lo- oh, Lungenschleim. Oh. And they oh, gave slime, her weed yeah. for it. And they gave her weed for it. Really <laughs> they, gave her, they gave her mushrooms, yeah. actually. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you, don't, you don't give weed for... for oh, my, you'd <laughs> for be a horrible money? doctor. You don't Seriously. know anything about ailments. You starve a cold. Get really yeah. high with the yeah, mushrooms yeah, with uh, <laughs> that. Um, um, I don't know what we're talking about. Oh, just how horrible it was having to come back <laughs> after the thing. And then now I have... Bo- body image issues. Yes, well, no, they, they tried to cover it up. And I don't want to... It's too, guy, it's too uncomfortable to get into. It's, it's make everybody feel uncomfortable. And so I don't. We don't need that, um, or do we? Uh, it's up to you. 
Okay. I'm okay with it. I, yeah. Just about, I, I, gets I'm really okay flushed. with the uncomfortable parts. As... We're, we're not asking you to get naked now. Right, right, right. You can oh, talk about wow. It. Just say to my face you think I'm gross. It's not. No. Um, it's you know, not like we don't want you to. Amsterdam. No, but they, they, they was so huge. Well, I was like, I can do it. But I know I go, I know I said to her, I can't be naked. I just can't. And not because I'm being like, I just feel weird about my body right now. I'm so, it'll become more about the freakish nature of what everyone's seeing <laughs> than it will be about. And I'm not being, and she, and because everyone believes you're being more self deprecating, you know, like, right, you know, right. like the journalist. Like, oh, oh, you're obviously. so self deprecating. Right, right. And she was like, I'm sure you look great. And I was like, you're sweet to say. And I'm not Have hating you had on a myself. Child? Exactly. <laughs> I had a baby. It's a bit more graphic at this point. It's just not, bleh. and and so when I got to the the set for the shoot, I was definitely like a little um, shaky about it. And then um, they put a robe on me and want me to go show the director what they're gonna be dealing with. And so I had to actually just like <laughs> like open my robe like, do I please you? Uh, disgusting. Oh, and when I open up the robe and the director's a woman, she goes, um, I go and I really was like ah, like and she goes, oh god. And she goes, they look like breastfeeding boobs. Cover them. <laughs> we need them covered. And literally, I was like, oh, 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 you're right. And so I wasn't crying. But then they had to find something to put over me. And even then, I was like, it still looks really... Uh. And then right afterwards, and this is going to come off, this is going to sound um, offensive in some way, but but right after <laughs> it was aired, I immediately got five friend friend requests from uh, five black men where I was like, I know that my boobs look big and big and you know what I mean? I'm not, is that, I know I'm racial profiling to say that black men love big, giant boobs, but that was what happened. So what are you supposed to do? I mean, I don't know how, do well, you know what I mean? You, did you accept their friend requests? I don't have black friends, no. I, I won't do it. I won't do it. Of course I did. But I had to say that five people I don't know, I'm like five five giant black men from the South were all like, I just got to say I love your work. Like, <laughs> and they were sort of like, oh, those were like, you know, dear flabby titty lady. Like, and so I got to be, and people were like arguing again on the message boards. I'm like, after jet, people were like, she's got the flabby, like, you know, and I was like, I just had a baby. That's what they do. Oh, it's disgusting. And then it's forever captured in time on like because i get these google alerts you know if you're mentioning a blog oh, or right, something, yeah. right as i'm sure you both do um you're like i was like ah, yeah, yeah. yeah did you know that there's a, a cardinal uh archbishop eugene george somewhere <laughs> really <laughs> that must be a lot of pressure for you it is it is i've offset it um but i got a google alert yesterday that said um and it was something really like Lauren Weeman's bouncing boobs on the ride or something really like take a ride, you know, titty, blah, 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 <laughs> you know? And I was like, oh, I, I saw that uh, no! today on, in my research. I did not click the link. I don't respect to you. Thank you. Well, it doesn't matter. It's been on. It's not like I'm like, please yeah. don't look at it. Like, unless I'm being paid. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you get residuals, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and go. it's not so, but it is, I had a friend watch it with me. My, um, my uh, baby daddy was out of town. And mm-hmm. so my friend came over sitting on the couch with my male best friend. And, oh, God. <laughs> and I had, like, had a couple glasses of wine thinking, like, this will be fun. Like, I have a big – and it's so – and I and – it was over, and we just sat quietly. Oh, wow. On the couch. <laughs> and he was like, Lauren, I don't I, – I know you're not going to believe me. I don't think it's as bad as what you think. I don't, I don't think <laughs> – and I was like, I think I just want to go to bed, and so I'll talk to you later. And he was like, okay. But I'll talk to you later, but I really don't think it's that bad. And I go, okay. And But he was like doing sad, clowny faces at me. It's okay. He's like, it's, it's not right. that bad. It's, okay. it's not that bad. And I was like, oh, it's bad. Because he can't even joke. Like, it's just got quiet. Yeah. You it's know? not like, hey, if he has a nice jugs. Yeah, it's not like, good for you. And it's like, oh, no, I, I'm... Yeah, 
Yeah, it was like a medical concern. Like, oh, good for you. Or brave. So brave, Lauren. So brave. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's that. Well, I mean, the the upside is if you, I mean, you felt that insecure about it, but you did it. It's out there. And now you can do anything on camera. This is true. This is, I was sort of like, no, why the one time in my life to be on camera, to be captured forever in like a, um, well, but, but you know, how long is Hung going to live for, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, the show, I hope, has another season, but I mean, you know, it's not like people are going to, yeah, like, you yeah, know. Yeah. If this, this is, well, you know, maybe this is going to be the one thing that survives the uh, global meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aliens are going to use this as yeah, you know, an anthropological teaching tool. Yeah, lucky me. It is empowering. <laughs> and then also to sort of complain, it's like, you know, shut up, it was part of the deal. And I actually, if it wasn't me, if I get myself out of the way, in a way, mm-hmm. I am sort of like, good. Like, I like to sort of, like, that the character was like, yeah, because I, and she was fatter. I was, she, all of a sudden, I'm like, <laughs> I refer to her I as she. I think that was what we call a psychotic break. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she's glad that she's here. Um, she's not can unhappy. We ta- can we talk to her? <laughs> she's been really tired because um, she's a gay male. I have another character coming, another person's coming, and it's a gay male. Okay. I see. Yeah, sorry. I was breaking again. Uh, no, I see one. that. Yeah. I, see. Um, I just watched Oprah talking, about this who woman. Who were we talking to? Yeah, now? yeah, that was what happened on Oprah. They did that. They're like, who are we, who are we talking to now? Um, <laughs> Did Oprah give each personality a, a new car or a pie? <laughs> and you get a car. Can we talk to another person? <laughs> you get a car. And you, you get, get a car. car. I, yeah. I, 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 for those of you at home, I'm pointing repeatedly at Lauren. Yeah. Over you over. get a car. You get a car. She just, that'd be so much easier for the her. Little, the, yeah. the little girl doesn't get a car. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny during a very serious interview that the whole time she's like, and where, and where do you live, Ken? That's wonderful. Okay. And you get a car! Okay, can I talk to the next person, please? <laughs> she just has to give a car away. No matter what the oh. subject matter, like all her children have been drowned and she's like, right, that's right, wonderful. Right. Oh, that's horrible, I mean. <laughs> that's wonderful. That's wonderful. <laughs> you get a car! <laughs> that oh, be, oh, that's it. <laughs> Wow, that's a good idea. You could run uh, for a tune but that's—I that. mean—that's pretty hardcore. I mean, you—you you, you made you made it through. Oh, here's to me, huh? Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah, I mean, and the show. There's other stuff that was shot. That was, you know, that was just the first thing that I shot. That I, you know, tend to go to the worst, you know. But right, right, right. Yeah, but it was. I got to do a fight scene with like Jane Adams and stuff. Dun, 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 yeah. dun. Did, did you cut her? Because oh, you like cutting? Is that your thing? I cut her. Um, it was no. She beat me with a belt. Like she like beat the shit out of me with a belt. Was it that was season two? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, see, I think three, I think we watched the season. I think we watched most of season one, and then why? Huh? <laughs> why? I'm trying to remember. Maybe that was when did season one air? Maybe that was when the baby was the baby was young. Yeah, Matilda. Matilda. Oh, well, he's supporting you. He's adorable. She is. She's a crazy. It makes me, you know, every time I come over here, I'm like, oh, I'm like, yeah, oh, my it's time for us to start having babies. She's a crazy. Uh, it's good. A good baby. selling tool. She's gonna make sure this. No, she's totally. The, she's totally the bait and switch, like like floor model baby that you're never gonna get. It's like, it's like, yeah, hey, kid, look at this baby. This is, you know, it's like, and you're gonna have a baby that's not as good as mine. Yeah, that's that is a, that's a good. It um, really. I mean, she's. Yeah. It's one of those things where if she didn't look regularly look exactly like me. I would be suspicious that she was not my child. Really? Yeah, yeah, because she's just really, really she has cute. A mustache. She has a little mustache. Uh-huh. Oh, a little one. That yeah. takes more after mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not as luxurious as mine. <laughs> yeah, it's not as fully in. Um, but yeah, yeah, she's just an awesome little kid. And, uh, you know, she's hopefully a- she doesn't start, you know, 
tanking. Going downhill. Yeah. yeah, as soon as you say that, she comes home and she's like... Wow. She is starting to get her temper tantrums working oh on her. God, I'm mad at her for that. Yeah, I'm just should. kidding. She's you a child. Be. You can't be mad at a child. Well, you can. You can. You can. <laughs> oh, totally. That's the secret. <laughs> I got mad at Leo, like, my baby, because he kept dropping things. And that's what babies do. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> you can't give him anything. Like, I really was. And then, like, I got mad at him for that baby thing, which all babies do. I was like, go, oh, he dropped it again. Oh, he dropped it again. And then he keeps touching. The other thing was that I go to the house <laughs> yep. and he wants to touch everything. And I'm like, good. He's touching everything. Jeff, he's touching everything. And I was like, you can't touch a painting. What is wrong with you? Like, I was like, God. This, and I will actually get a surge of anger. Stop it. Stop trying to touch yeah. it. That's, Instead of like, oh, it's what babies do. That, I think, is the secret of parenting, is you need to have a crust over your normal reaction to anything that happens. Right. It's like you have to have a really thick callus over my kids being kind of a dick. Because <laughs> they're not. They're exploring their world. And yeah. um, and Matilda is, is now doing the temper tantrum. Like She'll do the boneless, like, uh, slump to the floor. Civil start, disobedient. Yeah, yeah. totally, yeah. totally. Like, yeah. <laughs> waiting for her to chain herself together. Yeah. Something. Um, but yeah, you know, so you have to, especially when you're like, you know, hour three of that sort of thing going on, you're like, kind of done with you, but you can't be like, I'm kind of done with you. (laughs) It's more like, Hey, let's try eating some food or let's dance or whatever. So, Oh my God. You said you guys sound like a fun party. (laughs) Food and dancing. She loves to dance. She does. She danced with me today. Yeah. 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 She did. Yeah. Just randomly, or whose idea was it? It was hers. She was totally leading. Really? Yeah. She totally loves it. She's like, let's go. We turn on the uh, we turn on the music choice eighties station or whatever it is. Disco ball. <laughs> she does her little dance. It's awesome. Really? Yeah, yeah, totally. It's adorable. I wish she was here. Oh, Really? Yeah. It okay. depends on when uh, Tish gets back. We're trying to get her for the podcast as a guest. Yeah, but basically, she can answer no. She can say water. She can, uh, she does talk, she does talk, she just doesn't talk, she doesn't articulate very well. So it'll be, you know, you'll hear her, like, ask her a question, like, if you ask her what a dog says, she'll say, woof, woof, and if you ask her what a cat says, she probably, 30% of the time will say, woof, woof, sometimes she'll say, That's wrong, that's wrong. I know, I tell her all the time, I'm like, mm, big disappointment to pop (laughs) up. Yeah, yeah. Big disappointment. (laughs) You get that right. You gotta get that, look, if she's gonna be in commercials... Oh, she she's that cute, dude. Seriously, I have to find my. Have You're to, out of control. It's true. <laughs> it's absolutely true. Well, it's true about Leo too. I just don't say it. I, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's my kid. It, well, here's okay. This I is let this people is the story. Her on their own. This is the story. Well, since we were talking about it, <laughs> um, when this, when when, when, so when, when she was born, when she was born, you know, the nurse was uh, uh, Tish had a C-section, so we were in the hospital for a long time, and. Um, the nurses were like, oh, your baby's adorable. And mm. I'm like, yes, that's like a prostitute saying that you have a big, large penis. It's yeah, like... Yeah, they have to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that means nothing. And then, like, after, like, day two or three, the nurse is like, oh, your baby's so adorable. The baby next door, not so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, maybe our baby is adorable. Yeah. And lo and behold, she's pretty friggin' adorable. That's how you know it's real. They start bashing on others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> how real is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the first time I was like, yeah, thank you very much. For someone that. to rise, someone must fall. <laughs> yeah, that it baby. It's a zero, bad baby. It's a zero-sum game. Yeah, yeah. So, so. Let's see. I don't understand what that means. It means that there's a winner and a loser. And oh, see, zero-sum. Always, see, yeah. I'm the killer. You throw the ball to me. It really is like playing ball with a kid with no arms. You're all like, throw it to me, and I'm like, bonk, it bounces off me. <laughs> 
That's you're too smart for. I'm like, what does that mean? Well, see, we'll, we'll assume that you're doing that for show, so that the, if anyone's listening, make you look good. Know. No, if anyone's <laughs> listening out there, oh. who doesn't know what a zero sum game is. Now, see, I I used to be on this show on this uh, NPR show in Seattle called Rewind, and the reason I was on it was because I was the voice of the dumb. And they used to <laughs> always say to me, they're like, "Well, Lauren," because I'm like, "I'm sorry that I always ask who you're talking because it's a political show." And right. I was like, "Why do they have me on it when I'm not a very political? <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know a bunch of facts like that. I can't pull them out." Here's the thing, though: you are um, and. I don't know if activist is the right word, but you were involved. You volunteered in the program. Um, the jails and stuff you yeah, mean? Which yeah, which I'm fascinated by because I'm um, I'm really interested. Because Brody did, some, did a stretch in San Quentin. <laughs> San Quentin. <laughs> That's so romantic. He knifed, he knifed a dude in a bar fight. Yeah. <laughs> he seems like it. Me, me, Danny Trejo, Eddie Bunker, you know. That's right. That's they call right. us the Three Musketeers. Oh, yeah. Um... I, no, but I'm really interested in that because I, 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 well, being a big Johnny Cash fan and being a musician. <laughs> That's totally, why you love jails and prisons. I want to, I want to perform in a oh, prison. Yeah, that I could totally be arranged. I want to do. I want to, I want to actually, I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. I want to go perform in Tent City, Sheriff Joe Arpaio's Tent City. Good before, morning, before he eventually gets thrown in jail himself because there is a federal probe out on him. Um, but no, I do want to know about this, uh, your experience and, and uh, a little bit more about uh, the work. Are you, are you currently still involved with the program? No, no. I got what I needed. My show. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be performing my show across the nation after my, my brief stint as a volunteer. Um, no, I, I'm not doing it anymore, and I'm always racked with guilt about it because... But you do still talk about them and, and, and encourage others to volunteer for Well, them, that's... So, that. Yeah. Yes, well, I, I do Bust, which is the show about it, and I tour it all the time. It's the one show... I'm going to do it in Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, at Portland Center Stage for like 10 weeks next yeah. spring. So Don't they have be... no prisons in, in Oregon? None at all. Like, They're like, you've been so you bad. Do. You go sit by that rock. And think about what you did. <laughs> and think about what you did and build a and cabin. make hemp macrame. Yeah, exactly. You have to go live. You have to go watch the Shakespeare Festival. You've been so bad. Um, I uh, bust. So you're right. When I do the show... I hope that that's, you know, that people get, the, and I always put something in the program about like, about what the real organization is called Friends Outside. Um, and the reason I don't do it anymore too is that it is, um, and inc- it's intense. And, um, and I was the only one, see, I have to defend it to myself. I'll be like, well, the other volunteers, like I was the only one that wasn't either retired. It was a lot of older retired ladies or they were in school getting credits. Right. Um, or there, the one girl that I worked with who I loved so much, she was like the head, she, she was her job. Yeah. And for me, the time that it took, even though I'm like, I can, because I do think volunteering, I mean, it sounds like everybody should, but you freaking should. Like, it really yeah. is a great, like, I did like hospice after that, which was, oh, the smells. I don't know how you, like, I could handle the prison. Oh, the prison smells are bad, or jail smells are bad too. Um, smells were a problem, I guess, for me. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway. Uh, so in, uh, in, I'm sure that's, I'm a great volunteer. I'm like, I like the hospice stuff. My God, the smell. (laughs) Yeah. I realize you're going through a transitional period right now. Are you, are you, are you hopped up on enough morphine so that the smell doesn't bother you? Yeah, because I certainly, do you want to put two tissues in my, in my both nostrils sticking out like that? I smear mentholate. Yeah, well, I was pregnant at the time too, so the smells were really intense. And then I was like, oh, and then I felt bad about feeling bad about the smell, you know. Anyway, um, I was in, for the jail thing. Um, not only, so you, there, I would, I got down to where I was just visiting one person a day and this organization, what they do is called friends outside. 
And um, they visit people in jail who pretty much are like a part of the indigent. Is that what I say? How you say that? Indigent population that have nobody. But right, you're like right, homeless right. folks that get arrested. And then a lot of folks in there that you get forgotten in the system. It actually does happen. Yeah. There are people that shouldn't even been in jail. Like a, a form didn't get faxed. That happened one time. Oh, dude. With this like gang girl who I was gang girl. That's what I called her. I referred to people as generalizations like that. <laughs> you heard like the, the black people who face, but black gang girl who yeah, I think right. that's really attractive to do. We've, we've had a lot. That's okay. We've had a lot of racists on the show. Yeah, yeah, that's what. And I, I can get away with it because I'm in comedy. <laughs> so I can say whatever I want. No, um, uh, now suddenly I'm in comedy. Before I'm like, well, I do theater. Now I'm in comedy because maybe I'm being offensive. Um. No, but I, uh, the, the, the jail thing, the, the gang girl, <laughs> she was a gang, she'd get a bunch of gang tattoos on her neck and stuff. Attractive. And very, attra- yes, a good look for gang stuff. And she, um, she said she wasn't supposed to be in jail. And I was like, oh my, and by that time I was like, I'd heard that a lot. And I was like, I'm sure you're not supposed to be. You and everyone else. That's right, darling. And then I felt all toughened because I'm like, heard it before and it didn't. Uh, and then I called her public defender and he was like, she's there. She is still there, and he was oh, like... Oh, really? We were supposed to get her out. Oops. Yes. There was a form that didn't get faxed after she went to court. How long was she there? I think it was about six weeks or something. Four That's to six still weeks. like seven weeks longer than you want to be. Yeah, and imagine... And all I could think of was, if that were me or anybody I know, they would feel entitled enough. If they were in there for two hours more, you would be like, I'm not doing anything until I get but, out of here because you feel so righteous. Yeah. She actually knew. She knew it, but a part of her is like, oh, this is what happens to me. This is what I get. Doesn't doesn't feel that entitled to be? Do you know what I mean? It's sort yeah, of like yeah, this yeah. is my shitty life. Or or you speak up, you get pushed out. Yeah. That's, so she's scared. She's this, all this yeah. stuff. And so it was trying to help, being an advocate for people like that. And so it worked out a couple of times. I think I maybe helped like two people. Everybody else, I just entertained them for a little bit, you know. Right. Or I wore. I would be after a while. I'd be, you know, I'd wear earrings. So people would be like, "Oh, I like your earrings," and I'd be like, "Thank you." We talk about that for, you know, um, and like that's what I would do is like try to wear cute things so they could shop on me, <laughs> um, but. It was uh, it intensely, uh, it was never something, they, they were saying like, oh, you're just going to help somebody who got arrested who didn't have glasses when they got arrested. So you're going to help them get glasses, just do little things. It was never just a little thing. It was like, um, yeah, I need help with glasses. Oh, and I don't know where my son is. I don't know if you help with that. And I'd be like, oh, of course we have to help with Suck that. Glasses. Let's do the son yeah, thing so first. Yeah, so it's always something Maybe huge. Your son yeah. yeah, or that you couldn't do anything, and you just go home and just lay down and be like, I can't take it. Like it's a lot to. Oh my god, and yeah, I could yeah. never, I could never audition the same days. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if you're doing yeah. like, some weepy Lifetime movie? Probably. Oh my gosh, yes, that would really work. But unfortunately, and nobody wants to fucking hear about the. Is that okay? It's a podcast, yeah, right? Yeah. We they can't. We're explicit. I think I said. The right. Yeah. yeah. They they you, they don't want to hear about it. And like, I'd go to meetings, and I'd be like, sometimes I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm not. I'm going to do a meeting today, even though I was at the jails. And I'll be like, God, man, I just came from. And people are like, <laughs> you do what? They were like, oh, nobody wants to hear about that because oh, yeah. it's not what we're there to talk about anyway. But it's also. It's a bummer. And people are, and I was like, you know, it's happening right here. Like in LA, we have the worst jail system like ever. Oh yeah. Anyway, so I did that for a while and then I wrote the show after I did that. Um, and I'm still, you know, in contact with the, and also you don't help any, like the, we had some social worker person come to a workshop and she was like, you know, you help maybe 1% of everybody. So basically in a year's time, let's say I maybe helped two people or something like that. I mean, that is how do people keep going? Why do they even, do you know what I mean? You got to yeah. really be like, I got to deal with Jesus, which I don't have that. So it's like, how do you, you know, I had to sort of like, for me it was anyway, but it's, yeah, it's pretty intense. Yeah. That sounds 
stuff. But yeah. funny, funny. No, Actually, it was more fun. And people, too, were like, oh, it made it sound like it was going to be so heavy all the time. And, of course, it wasn't once you were there. Yeah. With the, I mean, there are people. Yeah. No, I'm fascinated by prison culture. I mean, there's... It's a culture. It's definitely a culture. lots of good books by ex-cons and, um, I mean... Actually, you remember the HBO show Oz? Yeah. The first season of that changed my viewpoint about the death penalty. I am strongly... Strongly pro about death penalty now. They should all be killed. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) No. Brody! That's a very extreme viewpoint. Yeah, you already think that. (laughs) What's up? I am staunchly against, um, yeah, the death, and I, I, I uh, went to a few what were uh, supposed to be like writing classes uh, by George Clayton Johnson, the Twilight Zone author. Uh, he he wrote a bunch of like Twilight Zones and like the original script for Ocean's Eleven and Logan's Run and stuff. Mm-hmm. And what they would inevitably become would be kind of uh, waxing philosophical on life and things like that. And he's just like, close all the prisons, let everybody out. We can, you know, just in, you know, just cane somebody or shame them. You know, <laughs> they do something bad. We don't need to lock people up and take away their lives entirely. Um, well, thanks for reversing the penal tradition of a thousand years, pal. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's how- a pretty interesting thing to even because there is something about what well, kept getting. I was in jail, which is totally different than prison, which I didn't know until yeah. I was there. And when I was in the jails, I was like, oh my god, it's a whole. It's just a little holding cell for poor people. Because if you're rich yeah. enough, you can get out of there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, so this is just yeah. another... Co- this is... We're, we're in, like, medieval times. Like, these are just the folks that oh, yeah. can't do it. And, but yet our system just keeps working changed. on... Nothing has keeps, ever changed. Yeah, and it's it's so <clears throat> depressing and so overwhelming that you're like, how would you anybody do anything and, in this And it's really, it's really all about what segment of the population needs to be kept in jail. Yeah. You know, and it's generally poor people, but it's like, what do you want to focus on? Do you want to focus on this particular minority? Do you want to focus on this? I mean, because that's actually one of the only things that Prop 19, it's like decriminalizing marijuana possession for personal use. It's like that'll free like a third of the people in in prison in California. I never met any, I guess the people are in prison. I never met anybody who was in for pot because I was like, as soon as I meet someone like that, I'm going to really go off. It was usually like I met like pros- there's a lot of prostitutes yeah. and even that you another be thing like, you should probably decriminalize and your view about prostitution would be totally different having lived in Amsterdam yeah yeah and seeing you know a yeah. legalized system for it are they getting also there's like some woman who was in trouble for like they were stealing those um what are those oh damn it I had the word when where they when you're platformy things they use in like warehouses oh pallets pallets, pallets. she got in trouble for stealing pallets yeah and really. she they were like stacked. What? They're worth money. Yeah, I guess so. Because then she got... And I remember thinking, like, that's embarrassing to be like... You know, and like... like it, grand theft, larceny... What, what did you say? Yeah. Pallet. Pallet stealing. It just seems like, can't you get a ticket? Like, do you really have to yeah, go to, like... Big people jail? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't seem at all... Like, there's one woman that I was like, no, that's how I would be when I go to jail. When? I mean, yeah, not if. When? No. But I... That she was like... Yeah, she was... Um, she had stolen from her job. She right. had taken money, which is so something I would do, you yeah. know. So, so I was like, I can relate to that. And so, and but she was definitely like, I'm here, and so I'm, you know, I'm not going to get all weird about the system, even though it's. I'm just going to use this time to be like, what have I been doing? 
Like, so she was being all contemplative and she wasn't, because the people get really bombastic about, there was a lot of bullshit. I have to say too, that I went from like every person I would first meet, I'd be like, hello. Like I was so like liberal milk toasty where I was like, you are a person doing the best you can. I don't think you did it either. You know, and then by the end, you start to be like, man, people are full of shit. Like everybody, because they're blaming everybody and they're, you it's, know. It's like the shittiest bar ever. Yeah. It's kind of like the shittiest <laughs> bar ever. I, and I, luckily, knock on Formica, I have never been to jail. I, I know people who have been to jail. I have never been to big people jail where I've had to go sit in a cell and do whatever. Well, with men, it's totally, it's way worse. It's like I think it's the same. I think it's, gang, well, the well, gang. Well, yeah, thing yeah, yeah. I like, think there might be some more more violent stuff going on, but but um, totally. But uh, but it is. It's like the worst bar ever, where people yeah. are just like drunk and like, yeah, I was in the navy. I was a submarine captain. It's like <laughs> bullshit, pal. You were not totally <laughs> like. And even I'm sure with the women, there's a lot. They're yeah. very, but they compete with victimy stuff too. They're right. super tough. And they're really like, no, you don't get it. I didn't need my medication. And I need, and I don't mean to mock it because there's also a reality to it. Yeah, yeah. But I would get like you know, right. like okay, choose a malady and stick to it. You know, she'd be like, and this and my feet and blah blah. You know, I want a blanket and I didn't get good spaghetti. You know, I'm like, well, you are in jail. Like it's there was it would go up and down where I would, the experience yeah. is never one thing. I never had one little because a lot of people I worked with are just like. That just the system is just bad. Mm-hmm. I'm like well, the system is bad, but then there's also a way to sort. Of, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. There's so many issues around it. It was no, so yeah. overwhelming and like, but performing that would be fun. Yeah, you mean it's your band? Well, yeah, it's just me. But I mean, I play with people sometimes. But I think I could just me and guitar up there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how uh, sympathetic a prison crowd would be with about how my ex screwed me over or whatever. You know, but they'd, they'd be again. like, "Chop her up." <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, that's easy to do it with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She break your heart. You can show your tattoo. <laughs> You'd be the sensitive one. Yeah, it's harder with males. I have to yeah. say, with women, you know, you could be a little folks thing or like you want to be. Or, you know what I mean? You could come in and be much more, you know, yeah. open like that. But yeah, you should definitely. We should go to the jails or something. Yeah. Later, I don't know. We should tour. We should do a jail tour. You jail tour. Like. Jail tour. Two thousand ten. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Nobody does that from the inside, bro. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. There's that kind of thing too. It's like, you know, the grant or whatever. It's so hard to get in there too, even because I was like, I want to do shows there, Mm -hmm. but it's not that easy. Like they have all these like, you know, like they're, they, nobody, they don't want you to see as well what's going on, I think too. Right, right. Well, and also anything that's, and anything that's outside of their control is anathema to them. I mean, it's. I did it. I used to do a show in Seattle that toured to um, uh, juvenile delinquent places. And I remember that I was like, well, the, during the show, the teacher kept, or the teacher, like the, one of the guards, whatever, would right, get right. up and be like, hands right. out of your pants. Everybody, hands out of your pants. Like, you kept getting up because all the guys, like, the boys were like, they were like, no hands in the pants. That was their way to intimidate us as we were performing, was to, like, like, like they're jerking off during the show. Yeah. And it worked. It was very intimidating <laughs> and very overwhelming as it was good. And then we went into the classrooms after the show, and we were doing these, like, like empowerment workshops, and I was paired up with this freaking very actory dude, nice person, <laughs> but he's an actory dude. I, I, I know the type. Yeah, and he <laughs> was like, and we had this thing where we would go to normal, normal junior highs, and when the kids would act up, we do this three strikes thing. 
we put it on the board or whatever. And we get into the juvenile delinquent thing, and the the guy's like, somebody's like, I saw you with them all. I'm like, bitch, I know that drew them all. And they had this like little gang fight that went out. And he's like, strike one, okay? That's one <laughs> strike on the. And I was like, you can't do the three strikes in here. They're already out. <laughs> like, they're not going to be like, what are you going to do? Send them to jail? Yeah, totally. And they're all like, please, they want to get out so of I there. So I sent them to juvie. Yeah, you've been sent to juvie. Juvie. <laughs> we did juvie. There's, actually, there's, there's always one in every improv class. There's always actor. at least one actor. At least one. I'm about a nine. No, but I mean like extra. No, no I mean there's, I mean, there's usually a lot the top of with it. Okay, yeah, right. like yeah. there's, yeah, totally like that makes every scene about like yelling, like, <laughs> you know, like something like I'm emoting. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. what? So I'm emoting when I'm talking loud. But like every scene. I'm not doing it in every scene. You? Yeah. Yeah. Not you. That's it. Well, I don't you. know. I do do that. I'm just kidding. I'm trying to be that guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm the actory guy. You, um, I want to know about, uh, more about the show that you're doing right now at Sea Valley Theater. Uh, it's called... In Eho. In Eho. In Eho. It's called... No, you shut up. No, you shut up. No, you shut up. <laughs> People love... Everybody got to say it once. That's right. <laughs> I know, but when I was first when I first wrote it, I was doing like interviews about it, and because so many interviewers were like, "So no, you shut up." That's <laughs> so fun to say. I was like, "Well, it is kind of it's more of a joy for others." Um, <laughs> uh, not that I was hurt by that in any way. Um, I don't, and I didn't really like. I was going to change the title because it doesn't really apply to the show that much. I mean, it's a, it's about family. The show. I don't know. Why I have to say it like that. Family, um, but it is. And so I guess it kind of applies. And then during some, again, interview as in Boise, and then she was like, well, no, you shut up. It sounds like something you say to your sister or your little brother. I think I've said it once or twice myself. And I was like, oh, God, I've got to change the title. <laughs> um, yeah, the show is about, uh, a little bit about the foster kid I talked about before, about yeah. having this kid being sent back. Fritz. Fritz. Foster kid Fritz. Yes, thank you so much. Wow. Okay. Um, and so... Yeah, totally. I looked down and it says Fritz written on his hand. Fritz. That's <laughs> the one thing he wrote down. Fritz and John Stewart. Um, uh, uh, well, who's going to forget John Stewart? Oh, please. I know I can't. <laughs> um, and I always loved John, too. I have to say, I always had a little crush on him. I'm not gonna, I, I hated him, and I'd still be like... You know ah. who I had a crush on? His co-host of, uh, of uh, Short Attention Span Theater, Patty Rosborough. Jeez, mm. who's that? Another comic. Short Attention Span Theater was when Comedy Central first came out, or when it's still Comedy Channel. They used to do um, like these little showcase shows, a bunch of like little five ten minute stand up clips. Uh-huh. And John Stewart and Patty Rosborough hosted Short Attention Span Theater. Really, I watched a lot of that. I didn't know that. I didn't know he did any. I mean, I knew he did some MTV show, right? Like a news show. He did. Um, he hosted the news. He, you know what show he did actually was, and I don't know. Uh, yeah, you would know because you were on Reno nine one one. Yeah. Um, he hosts a show called You Wrote It, We... You Wrote It, You Watch It, I think it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would introduce the letters. He's like, here's a letter from so-and-so, and they tell this story. And then the state, members of the state, oh. would reenact the letters. They were kind of, well, what Mark Maron would call what-the-fuck stories, like what-the-fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. moments. You know? Was Mark Maron in the state? No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just... Oh, I was like, Mark Maron's so great. I know he's in the state. <laughs> no, he's so interesting. He's in everything. Yeah. Just making a comparison. Mark Maron know? was in a lot of those stand-up clips on Short Attention Span Theater. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah, that was when he was coming up. Oh, love But, him. you know, like, if you've heard his podcast, he'll read letters from the audience about, like, crazy stuff that has happened to them, what-the-fuck moments. So it was kind of like that, where they, John Stewart would 
introduce the letter, the state would reenact like the crazy story that happened. Oh my god, that sounds like good TV. It was a really good show. I, I did not see that. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about, but I didn't yeah. So we did that. Yeah, and then I don't. I'm not familiar with short attention spans either. So. It's on the IMDb. There's Patty Rossborough though. I know. I had a crush on. You're her. like I know. I'm scared for you to move the computer. Yeah. I don't want you to do anything just to it's show. Okay. Oh my gosh, well she is approachable as can be. <laughs> There's nothing that says go and that's away. Patty Rosborough in twenty ten. There you go. Unbelievable. You think it was better back then? You're like, oh she just got better. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh now you're getting no, you turned on her. You're like, yeah, I don't like her anymore. No, no, no. Okay. I mean she's no, she hasn't no. Yeah. I'm a not. happily married man. Yeah, that's good. Um, um uh, uh, so, with a beautiful child. Yeah, I heard about that. I heard about that. She sounds a little, you know, she does those things where she goes, no. She does say Yes, yeah, it seems a little, I don't know how beautiful that is. I'm just kidding. She's, she's amazing. Beautiful, she's she's amazing. I'm not saying no, she anything no, about your thing. child. No, no, that's the thing. Is she's turning into, you know, it's like, be, she's going to be a diva. She's two. She's oh almost God, two. Oh, my God, I hate diva. <laughs> that's happened. That's, that's, no, comes no, with that's, the It's age. perfectly appropriate. Yeah. Um, but she better not do it to me because I'll go off. I will go. I've off. got your back on that. Thank you. you. Um, uh, She'll be so cute, you will not. What? She'll be so cute, you will not. You I will, will not. see. The music on this episode is the song Forget Hollywood of the album of the same name by the band Stab City Slit Wrists. They were a band from Flagstaff, Arizona. I don't know anywhere where you can buy this album, but if you go to illogicalcontraption.blogspot.com, they have some more information on the album and the band. Or go to shakytownradio.com. We'll have a link to the relevant post. Exciting. Now back to Lauren Weedman. So the the new show is about family primarily. Is this, uh... Well, it's about family and it's about sort of... Uh, some guilt and death and shame and uh, these are some of my favorite things. It's uh, yeah, totally. If this is uh, if these you love the holidays, you know, um, it's about things. you know dating this widower who had the teenage son and and sort of this haunting stuff. Anyway, it's about it's 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 also it's a play. It's not a. I don't address the audience. I don't this, the the shows I do aren't um like. Oh God! So it's Friday night, right? And Friday night's always like I don't talk to the audience, yeah, yeah. or I'm not like it's um like a, a play. It's, yeah. it's definitely um it could be cast. L- less of a monologue don't... and more of a scene work. Yeah, it's like narrative exactly. Yeah. It's like a narrative, so, and I do all the characters and stuff like that. But that's not the the it's it's uh that's what it is. It's Very got nice. there's a parking lot. Did I mention that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my great parking lot. Yeah, I've seen I've seen the parking lot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's gigantic. How yeah. how long have uh how long's the show rang till now? Um, well, right now it's, it's closing like, uh, October 31st and their okay. shows are like tomorrow or no, is it tomorrow? Where are we? It's, uh, Saturday. This is, yes. Oh, this, when does it go on the air? This drops Monday. So. Okay. So it'll be on Sunday and there's not a show on the 24th and then the 31st, which just seems like a bad time to do a show on Halloween. <laughs> you can call it your spooktacular. <gasps> boo. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll be putting some scary references just where, into Just wear fake vampire teeth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just going to have fun that's with it. it. That's, yeah, that's it. That's I come out like, oh my God. Well, maybe it'll go on past that. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's been, you know, it's been going great. If, that's, if, if that if it closes the Halloween, you should totally just wear vampire teeth the whole show. Oh, Do it like gosh. a fake. Pillow I really want to work with you as a director. And then, are <laughs> like, you have to wear vampire teeth. You have to do it. I'm like, but this show is about the death of my mother. You have to wear the vampire teeth. It's so funny. <laughs> and then you have to have blood. You should come out and be like in a cape. <laughs> 
I'm not saying it during the whole show. You're being weird about it. Um, yeah, no, it's and hopefully it won't close. It. Yeah, and never say anything. Just have it be there. And I don't. I don't hope it doesn't close on Halloween because I think it's going to be a small audience. Is my fear. I was. They said not to do a show on. They they said not to do it, but I did it anyway. Um, they were like, "Don't do it on Halloween. You probably don't want to know." And I was like, "Well, I'm not doing anything. I'll do my. You know, the kid's only ten months old. He's not yeah. going to care. So I'll I'll do it." And then I was like, "Oh man, if it's closing night and there's like ten people in the audience." That's going to be a bummer. It is going to be a bummer. That's why I'm going to wear the teeth, I think. <laughs> I like it. Um, so hopefully it'll either extend into November for a couple, you know, Sundays. Very cool. But yeah, yes, please. Yeah, definitely. It's hard to get people to come to theater. I have to say, it's been hard, like, because people, you know, solo theater, not a great, people aren't like, yay. You know, I have a yeah. pick in the weekly, though, that was just, that I hope is going to, you know, help. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah, I just read that. Yeah. Um. Do people walk in? I've heard this. Uh, my, my wife and I were looking at, uh, you know, figuring out when we can come to your show and when we also yeah. come to Mary Lynn's show. Yes, yes. We Her were... show is shit. Don't go. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I'm going tonight. It's supposed to be but good. we're reading... Um, on some site, reviews of her show by people who clearly did not understand. <laughs> you are not walking in to see a stand-up routine. Yeah. And you're not walking in to see Chloe from, from 24. 24. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, some people don't seem to grasp, like, yeah. what one person theater is. Well, because it's so, in, in this town, it's not, it yeah. isn't anything that different. I mean, unless it's a comedy it. monologue. Unless it's a comedy monologue. That's That's probably the only thing that I can think of that would be... I mean, because I've seen some folks do that sort of thing. Yeah. It's definitely more of, you know. With more content almost, to it, you mean. Almost, yeah, almost stand-up. Yeah. But, but you know, but with more of a narrative. I mean, Rob Delaney does a one-man show that I've seen. Right. That's like that. that uh, I mean, it's just, it's a different, like when I did the show about jails, Bust, and I was in, I was doing it in Portland, and I could hear, I hated, this, the space was great, but the dressing room was right by the door. So I could hear everybody going in and, you know, and, and it was sold. I didn't know that I, anyway, the show did really well there for the two nights I was there and I could hear, I had to add that in for no reason. <laughs> that does not pertain to the story. Oh, like, okay. so it was I'm sold out, right? The on that. There's no payoff. It's just brag. And so, um, so payoff for me, I feel better about how things are going for me now. Um, you have anyway. to reassure yourself at the Halloween show. even. Yeah, I think it is. I have to go like, you okay. You have a sold out show. Yeah. Cause it's hard so. in LA cause I tour and I get yeah. people come out yeah. for it and I'll have like, and I'll like, for instance, in Portland, I was like, they're like, Oh, we're sold out. And I'm like, really? Cause I didn't do, I didn't send out a Facebook blast. Right. And here it's always like, I've done my 90th fucking facebook blast what else can i do yeah. should i rent a minivan and go pick up people you know because because sunday nights people are like sunday nights that's rough for me which it is for me too i get it i want to do laundry too but um i just anyway so uh what was my point what was i talking about oh about the theater thing, yeah. right so the oh i did bust in portland and i overheard people as they were leaving and the show went really well i mean i got asked to come back again i'm not bragging i'm trying to prove the story here okay that um that i'm coming back to do it again in a longer run so but then this one woman was leaving i heard her go okay that was like not ha ha funny <laughs> and I was like, well, that's exactly what I, but she sounded really like, you Wait nailed a it. Yeah, exactly. Bullseye. She was like, that was, I mean, there are, it is funny yeah. if you're able to laugh at that stuff, but yeah. some people I think are so thrown that it's a heavier subject matter right. that they don't laugh at all. Cause they're right. like, if, once you say model. any, yeah, it's, yeah. It, yet there's comedy in it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's sort of classic American theater combined with comedy, actually. With well, I think it's stand up almost between like. humor and stand up comedy. Yeah. Or a comedy model. Yeah, because to me, the more real it is, the better it is. That's where the comedy yeah, comes from. And absolutely. some folks do not, that is not what they paid to see. And like, they paid 10 bucks, what do they care they see? 
Ten bucks, people. <laughs> Ten bucks. <laughs> I have like friends a- who still want comps, and I'm like, really? <laughs> I, I have. Yeah, I always feel like I always feel kind of weird about that. It's like, just I'll pay my five bucks or ten bucks to get it. Ten bucks. I mean, if it's twenty bucks, I get you. But ten bucks. Even, you know what though? Well, frankly, with the, with the the baby, I I don't get out and see as many shows as I used to, but. Honestly, the show that I do go see every month, I'm willing to pay 25, 20 bucks for. It's That's like, good. I'll just do that. And know? also, just I know whether it matters, I get a part of that money. Like it's actually what I'm yeah. hoping. Yeah. To, do you know what I mean? Like, and it still sure. feels pathetic. Like I had somebody who just emailed me and wanted three tickets, and I was like, "Well, do you mind? I'll give you two, and you can you three of you can split ten dollars three ways. <laughs> like, is that okay? Like, is that? And I felt like, am I being an asshole? Yeah. Anyway, it's not about the money. It's about the joy of performing, and I love doing it. No, and it's a pretty intense, you know, show. And yeah. so I, I hope that it's... Anyway. How long so, have you been in L.A. now? I've been in L.A. about eight years. Okay. I mean, because having bounced around, like, from Amsterdam to... Well, initially, Indiana. Yeah, yeah. And then I was in I was in Indiana, then Amsterdam, and then Seattle, then New York, then here. Right, right. Um, I mean, part of uh, the theme, if, if this show has one, what we like to talk about... Um, when we, we have our guest is... Just the clickety-clack of little dog feet. <laughs> okay. um, about, and I just, I've had so many conversations about this. I'm, I'm working uh, on a show for um, for BBC Worldwide, and, like, everybody who's on the show are extremely talented um, as far as the, the behind-the-scenes people, like, all the stuff we've worked on and, and talking about just, like, just the hustle that is L.A. Yeah. Um, how is that... How has that affected your work as far as... I mean, obviously, you're in a better position to audition and things like that. But for the things that you're writing and just the experience of, of living here, I mean, it's, it's a totally I think it's different a, place. Though. I think it's a drag in a way because it's like I... That's why going to the jail or doing something where life becomes a little more interesting than... Because mm-hmm. I don't want to constantly just be... I always write from what it's auto... You know, I write from life. Uh, yeah. Um, so if I'm only taking in, like, you know... I had the weirdest audition today. Boy, people in the room are fake sometimes. I was told to take my looks up a notch. Boy, am I today's were saggy that one time. Like, I'd like a little more um, influence if I'm only around the same kind of people that all want the same. If we're all just, if I'm just around ambition, you know, it gets boring. You might as well be in the same party over and over again. Exactly, exactly. It goes back to bars and parties, you, doesn't it? You're all like, like, it's like a bar. It's like a bad party. It's like a bad bar. It's like a bad party. It's like a party at a bar. It's like a party at a bar. It's like a bar party. Yeah, this is like one weird, that's like a weird bar party on a Thursday, right? That's like a Thursday bar party. Totally, I would say that's a really, that's a total Thursday bar party. (laughs) It's like a happy hour. It's like a Wednesday happy hour at a bar where they don't serve good food. Yeah, that's, oh, it's so true. Oh my God. Um, So it's been... Because I don't want every show talk about being an actor. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want every... Because I'm like, okay, if I talk about what's really going on with me at this time, it's about either I'm on Hong or this is going... And I don't know if that's interesting to the general... If I'm outside of LA, it can get a little more interesting. But it can also distance people from like, oh, you're so... Like, you're in the magical you, world. Of yeah, aren't you actressy doing like... Yeah. You know, and so I'd rather... I used to write, you know, stuff just when I was about... I don't know, stories about so true for my birth mother and all this stuff that was... I was not in the Hollywood world at that point. Right. And so... Or Amsterdam, that kind of, just about life more generally and not, and so it makes it a little, to me, I have to really seek out other experiences here, which is, which is LA is actually a great city because it's, they're there, you know, I just have to make sure I'm like having life a little more 
Well, and having a kid is helping too because yeah, like, yeah, I'm not yeah. only in like you know I'm not just talking about it's like a, weight loss and career. It's so it? life changing. Yes, even though my kid's real ugly compared to yours, um, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, it's all right. It's what happens. I'm sure he'll turn out fine. Yeah, eventually some surgeries. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's it's been good. In but the great thing is too that I with is it in LA I can I tour a lot. I get out of LA a lot. I get you know I'm back and forth. You know, and, you know, there are good... That's the thing is, the comedy that I've done outside of L.A., totally different. It's yeah. totally different, and it really kind of, I mean, it, it makes you a better performer in general to get a different reaction than, you know, the jaded L.A. audience in a lot of ways. Yeah, or the, I, the other thing is people come see shows when I'm in L.A., and they're afterwards, they're like, well, oh, this is, it is a TV show audience. It could totally be a TV show. Yeah, yeah. Um, you couldn't be in it. But um, you know, I'm like, oh, fair enough, fair enough. I would never, I would never think I could be in it. Yeah, um, and sweet to say, like, there's a lot of you know that kind of. Why except you, when you, I, should, you should do a treatment on this. You should, you should pitch definitely, you should Lauren. You got about. So I had a friend who just told me there's four screenplays. He's like, Lauren, there's four screenplays in there. Do you know that? I see four. Like, it's like he's got a magical. How many do you see? Well, I only saw two. You saw four. <laughs> like, well, yeah. I got to talk to you, buddy. You see so many that I can't, you know, as if, and I don't, even though I should be like, yeah, that's cool, sit down. I always get a little bit like, oh, I want theater for theater's sake, yet I still want work from it. Like, yeah. I would still love if I do an HBO development on the show, if it turns into, you know, that's great. But I also want it to be, in and of itself, a show that's going to be, right. you know, that's a play, yeah. you know. And that, um, and it's a very different, like, you'll see from people who know me just from, like, <laughs> anyway, but from VH1 or from Horny Patty. It is so beyond those things. Like yeah. it's, it's such a different deal. It's like yes. I'm an artsy fucking. <laughs> well, that's person. do you know what I mean? It's weirder yeah, than that. Yeah, that's it's that's totally, performance art almost. Yeah, that's, yes, that's yes. totally that's totally the thing. Is is I think people who are outside of, you know, L. A. and New York to a certain extent are dumb, <laughs> stupid huh? people out How's there. That? Yeah. Uh, no, I mean they, you know they they have this really myopic view of of what um, you know. The business is, and this whole side, the UCB side, basically, where you've got a lot of talented people doing fairly artsy things, you know, I mean, a lot of the improv stuff that's done at UCB is really, you know, on the edge of, you know, of uh, and, and, and one-person shows, and, I mean, some of the stand-up, we, we actually talked with our last guest about club comedy, because there's a new comedy oh, club. you loved your last guest, Jesus, on and on about that person, yeah. sorry. She's a friend of mine. Oh, it's a she, too. Why don't you all freaking go hang out, everybody? she might be a little bit better looking than you, too. Yeah, that doesn't matter to me. <laughs> she sounds like she's... Is she working? <laughs> uh, she's got some, some stuff in development. Oh, yeah. That's dumb. <laughs> I wouldn't but, want that. But uh, but the whole comedy club scene versus, like, the alternative comedy scene, the ECBs and the ILS and yeah. whatever. Um, you know, there's just... It, it's more than getting a sitcom, and it's more than... Yeah. But is it to this? I, I don't meet a lot of people that, that it is. I think if I'm here, and then I think am I being a liar to say like I don't care about yeah, that because I, I do no, want I think, work, but I don't know if people are. really... But I think that's the. I think this it operates on two levels because the, just the people that I see who you know who drop in for sets at UCB and stuff like that, um, who are big names and mm-hmm. you know, like your Louis CKs and I mean, who else was there? Someone else was he's there working. the other day. He's really, he's working. I'm saying, but Paul but, Tompkins, he's a great example. He's just, he's going to do, he is going to be doing what he wants. He's, he yeah. does whether he is living, he'll do it anywhere. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he is yeah. going to be doing it. There's no yeah, stopping. Yeah, yeah. It's what he does. And, and that's, that's what you do too. I mean, yes, you that's what I've, yeah, that's, that's yeah. the ethic. It's, yeah. it's going back again to what we talked about, about the DIY ethic. Yeah. 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 
Um, You're doing it for the sake of doing whatever, you know. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And that's what's hard to explain in the city sometimes. Right. And that, um, right. though, and then you feel, then I feel like an idiot for explaining to people because then it seems like I'm really defending, like, no, no, I'm art. As if, like, I'm doing something that matters in a way you don't understand. Well, you just want to do a across, game show. I think it comes across to the people who. The people who aren't going to get that aren't going to get it. Right. You know, I just, I, and, and that's the kind of, that's what I mean where, where when I'm in an improv class or whatever, there's the actory person and you know, they're just, I'm going to get some improv chops and it's going to look really good and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and you can tell that there's, you know, out of 15 people, there's five hardcore, you know, I'm going to do this because it's what I really want to do or it's going to make me a better writer or a better comic. Right. You know, and then there's five people who are like, this might be a lark. And then there's, you know. Two or three people who are douchebags. <laughs> That's too many people in that class, I think. Fifteen? Who's teaching that? Hmm? Was it fifteen? Well, I thought it was like 15. twenty-three. I added wrong. I was like twenty-three is too much. I think five, five, five. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay, sorry, sorry. I don't know. Well, maybe maybe it was like sixteen. Like one person dropped out. You're already. You're like you know. Do not question my math, lady. You're like <laughs> oh, excuse me. Fifteen. You know what? Fifteen is I'm too horrible. much. I'm horrible. I may be a genius, a certified genius. <laughs> I am absolutely. I, I I think I have math. Stupidity. You're going to be like, I know why John hated you, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that is the kind of thing that I would do at the beginning of the job where I'd be like, oh, wait a second. Um, I think, just trying to give him shit. And then you could tell everybody in the room, like, no. Like, do not Bruce do gonna, that. going to start scooting his chair back. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. yeah, but, you know, that, that uh, doing stuff for the sake of, of wanting to get it out there and, and, and scratch the artistic urge is... You know. And you also, besides the the program that you did at the jails, as far as helping people develop things, like you, um, I saw also have. I, I, I don't know if you call it teaching or mentoring, but as far as helping people develop, if they want to do, uh, I don't like to encourage that too much. No, <laughs> no, that's like us having a podcasting class, dude. <laughs> you don't need yeah, competition. Yeah, I don't. Um, you know, teaching people. Yeah, yeah, I did put that I was, well, I did that when I was pregnant. (laughs) I was like, okay, I can't act right. What can I do? I'll teach. And I thought I'm a, I do workshops when I'm touring sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And that's okay. It's one day. Um, But I taught at UCB for like, and I, the first day of the class, I was like, I just poured sweat and talked nothing. Just, just I was just like, a truth is truth because it's just going to be what you want. I mean, Spalding Gray, is anybody in Spalding Gray? Don't worry about it. Anyway, everybody (laughs) could, it's just, it's one of those things where I think you got to go, am I, what is Warhol? What does he want from, I mean, it's dumb. Who wants to do something about being gay or who's got a gay theme? Okay. Um, I was just like completely gibber. I was just out of, and I'm like, I cannot teach. I cannot teach because all I really want to do is tell everybody what I would do. Yeah. Over and over again. And then I finally got that that's okay. And they're like, oh, that's what they're paying for. Yeah. They want your perspective on Yeah. But I thought if I tell them what to do, I don't know that they're going to get a show up at UCB. Because I don't know that I'm going to help them get a comedy show. Because I was really like, oh, don't do... Because every time people are like, I want to do a show about how I was, you know, gay in an Italian family. And I'm like, ugh, done. <laughs> you, know, you don't want to do that. Because in my world, we make fun... You know, like, oh, it's too Didn't much. Can you see spaghetti in man balls? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's a good title. Um, but there's... Um, I, I was too kind of down on... And then I was like, okay, i got to stop this because... There actually is a world for yeah. it. I happen to be yeah. just sort of old and cynical. And as a teacher, you got to be supportive. And then eventually I got to the point of being nervous. I, I found I sort of figured out how to teach. And I'm doing a few. I'll help some people. But I, you know, for money. You know what I mean? Right, I, don't, right, right. I don't do it for the sake of for the, love of it. the, the good of the, the love of I teaching. do like doing it. And it makes me feel old. <laughs> where I'm like, oh, I'm an old person now. I really Because they are like... Lauren, can I ask you, are you done talking? To, I'm sorry to bother you. And I'm like, please have a seat. I'll call on you and I'm ready for you to approach me. 
Um, so I try to <laughs> abuse my power as much as possible. And I did, obviously, you know, got a lot out of teaching and that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I was Did worried. you become a student? Did you I really think. Eventually? I said, you guys, can I sit down where you are right now? Because that's where I should be. And you right there, you're my teacher. <laughs> so amazing. It just turned on me. I didn't expect oh. that to happen. That's what my screenplay's about. Is it? I see about four. Yeah. Oh, you do? I've I got do. eight screenplays to write. I do. <laughs> I've got so much to do. Get typing. <laughs> totally. I'm like lightheaded from talking. <laughs> you have talked a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you're like is everybody yeah. else dizzy? Uh, no, I, I think it's fine. I think I think the, t- the teaching aspect of of you know the comedy world and artistic world is really interesting to me. It's in in general, I don't know if I could do it. It's just hard because I see people that I don't think should do it. I think and you're probably, I can't. I don't know. I really don't feel this like I, do it anyway. I feel I, like uh, oh you mean oh you mean students who are I don't think everyone should do a solo show. I think it's oh, presumption. Great. I get that's, a little bit like not because I think oh, I have a right, but I'm like it's yeah. not what everybody no, does no, not have. That's a little specialized. But I mean, like improv, the improv classes that I've been through at, at UCB are. I mean, I, I, rarely have I seen someone that I've said, "Oh, you can't do simple yes and." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. There was one. There was one dude. In, in one of my classes that we were doing some simple like, call and response exercise. You say a line, I say a line. Boom, boom. You teach there or you're taking? No, no, I was taking. Was, taking I was taking class. And it was, gotcha. it was an early class. It was, I think it might have been my one-on-one. And, um, and uh, what was it? Uh, he, basically, he, is it okay if I'm apathetic? <laughs> the guy asked. And I'm like, that's pretty much the only thing you can't be. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be invested in this. A little bit. And people <laughs> always want to find the thing that goes, well, am I allowed to do this? Like, do right. I find the thing that you can't yes and or something? Right, like, right, right, or right. What like, about this part? Yeah, what totally about... be all contrary. And yeah. like... I, I, want to, I want to clarify. I don't think that – it's not that I don't think every – what I liked about this – I have to say this for my own uh, soul – is that the, the people in the class, I do believe everyone had a story. And I liked yeah. hearing about it. But I would always want people to use their real life and to take from stuff. And there's a lot of people that were like, I just want to do a show about how my dog – like how this guy's dog is missing and, and the whole show will be out. He's supposed to be doing a solo show, but his dog is missing. So it's just that I'm just going to write like a funny thing about the missing dog. And I was like, I think you should write one about how you avoid your personal stuff. Like, <laughs> there may be something more deep. Yeah. There. And I want that, but I realized that's not what, you know, I should have just been like, cool. That sounds hilarious. I'll help you do what you want to do. Right. Right. And Here's that's why I was like, I'm not that. a good teacher. Yeah. I'm not a good teacher. And I want to really be a teacher in about 10 years. Yeah. I'm still too into my, like I'm directing this girl right now. She's paying me to direct her show. Oh, wow. And I feel, yes. And I feel Really like, oh, well, she hasn't said yes. I actually, she asked me how much I would charge and I told her I haven't heard back yet. <laughs> so I think she's probably thinking it over because it's pretty high. Kind of high. <laughs> what do you think is high? If somebody was like, I'm going to ask, ask Lauren, we, I'm not talking about myself in third person, but you know what I'm saying, to direct something, a right. solo show. And she's never done solo theater. And she wants like, you know, a good like three weeks of me, you know, not in a row, but about 50 hours of work. Boy, that's a good To direct. I, dude, I am the worst person to ask about. I know, but just a random... No, no, you no, don't no. Know. I, Okay. For what I do, my line of work, 50 hours is... It represents a week of my work. I'm making 650 a week right now. And directing seems a lot harder than what I do. Mm-hmm. So let's say it's at least three times harder than what I do. That's 2100 bucks right there. Let's just round it up and make it even three grand. Okay. That's exactly in the realm. 
Okay. It was 20. You don't have to guess now. I'm not going to. Okay. Because um, I, I said to her, it's horrible telling you guys. No. Yeah, but I was like, <laughs> was it flawed a little bit? Um, <laughs> no, is that I, because uh, I was like, I, because last night I was tortured by it. Because I was like, I don't, I don't want to make her, I don't, I feel guilty. But I also feel like if she's going to use, if my name's going to be on it, then I do want to push yeah. her a little bit and get into it. I go, I said 2,500. And, and when I said it, I, a part of me was like, and that's a good deal. Like, cause yeah. I could say if I was really being like, I would say 4,000 right. for me to direct your show. And then I'm like, that's obnoxious. So that sounds a little <laughs> bit like I'm $4,000. And so 2,500 seemed kind of like, but I thought she would, she's been asking me, I've been doing coaching sessions and she's always like, I just want you as a director. I just, could you just let me know how much, cause I just give me a call. Lauren, you're worth it. Cause I'm always like, Oh, I don't know. And then I don't hear anything. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh no. Like, did I go too high? Cause I don't want to do it for a while. Well, yeah, no, I don't want to do you, it. No, then you set your price. You're, you're, right. You're, okay. You're, that's all I said. Like, it's like, no. eBay principle. I'll tell you what everybody... It's eBay right, principle. Totally. What's it worth to you? Yeah, put it yeah. out there. You walk yeah. away. Yeah, buy it now. Don't, for, yeah. don't, don't sit there and, oh, somebody outbid me. I got to yeah, do yeah. $20 more. Just set the price, walk away. One, yeah. of, one of my best friends who I've made through working in television just told me, like, straight up, if you don't value your own time, nobody else will. Yeah. And, yeah, it's hard sometimes to put a price on that but uh if you have bills to pay then it's not so hard to put a price on it is and that's yeah, what yeah. happened too is i was like well i have a kid and if i'm going to say no to some things to do this for her yeah and that's really that's that's asking a lot but then if she says no then i'm gonna be like fuck like <laughs> <laughs> like okay okay all right all right you're driving <laughs> a hard part a thousand like <laughs> yeah, see, i would have I probably said a thousand and lowballed myself yeah but that's what my boyfriend is directing and he's not as he's directed a couple shows you know and but he was like he'd be happy with a thousand. And I'm like, okay, well then, cause he's like, I would do that, but I think you should do double what I would do because of, you know, have more experience, whatever. So anyway, okay, blah, blah, blah. You can find us on the internet at shakytownradio.com. You can Twitter us at at shakytownradio. You can like us on Facebook at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash shakytownradio. Send us an email at shakytownradio at gmail.com or call us on the shakytown radio hotline at 626-66-SHAKE. That's 667-4253. That's the same number. So, Lauren, people can find you online at laurenweedman.net. Yes. And uh, you, uh, your book, A Woman Trapped in a Woman's Body, mm-hmm. Stories from a Life of Cringe. Yes, yes. Big font. Yes. And your new one-woman show, No, You Shut Up. Oh, gosh. No, at, Brody, you shut up. Which is at the Steve Allen Theater. In Eho. In Eho. Um, what's the best way to get tickets for that? Um... I don't know. I wish I should be able to rattle that off. Go to steveallen.com. Yeah. Steveallentheater.com. Steveallentheater.com. Yeah. Camp out, right? Yeah. Camp out. <laughs> and you can... Participate uh, in a lot of the raffles and the hands on the hard body kind of stuff we got going on. That's right. Because yeah. <laughs> I would do the voice, but there's a moratorium on uh, morning DJ. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Somebody declared no uh, more morning DJ impersonations on podcasts. Unless you're actually a morning DJ. I would have thought that. Yeah. yeah. What about them? Where did Bob and Tom go? Hmm. No. And uh, are you doing the Twitter thing? You have a Twitter. I have one, but I don't really do stuff. Once yeah. in a while, I'll be like, oh, you, you should stop lying. Me. I'm hilarious. Yeah, that's a, that, there's a lot of pressure on that. I get to Twitter, and I think, oh, I got something to say. Then I'm like, that's dumb. Who cares? Yeah. So people can find you on Facebook? Yeah, I'm on Facebook. I accept everybody. There you go. Really the like, black dudes. Yeah, that's not true. More than <laughs> That's more. what I heard. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't like white women. Uh, yeah, because I don't like any of the... Yeah, exactly. I don't like races. I don't like anybody who's of a race. Right. <laughs> yeah. Only homunculi. Yeah. 
And then you'll be doing this show at Sea Battle Theater for a while, and then you're going, you said, uh, doing a stint in Seattle. In Portland. I'm sorry, in Portland. Yeah, I'll be in Portland. Portland is the Seattle of Oregon. Yeah, I'm doing a couple other things. It'll be on my website. I'm going to, like, Dallas and to to, uh, Seattle again, some other little, you know, gigs here and there. But I'll I'll put up my website. Very cool. (laughs) It works. Well, thank you very much. It's uh, This has been awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Absolutely. Anytime. You're welcome anytime. Oh, I'm having that pressure. I'm having a little... Uh, it's coming, a, isn't it? Oh, my God. That's right. So until next time, I'm Brody Foster Hubbard. And you are? I am Jean George. And I'm Lauren Weedman. And everybody wants to have a button. Yay! Yay! Oh, that was that, that couldn't. I free, that's not good to do. <laughs> Isn't it awful? It's horrible. Isn't it horrible? It's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs>